What's going on, fuckers? Welcome to the See Me After Class podcast. Holy shit. This was supposed to happen at 6. It's 8.30 now. Two and a half hours of fucking around with this shit. I bet it's lagging, too. Nothing ever fucking goes right on this piece of shit. Is it lagging? Was there no audio on the... Fuck. There's no music on the title thing, is there? Jesus Christ. What's the audio like? Someone please tell me. Is it fucked? Good? Okay. Thank fuck for that. If you ever feel like losing the will to live, why not try computer networking? Immerse yourself in the exciting world of computers and networking and streaming. Fuck my fucking ass. Audio is good. Well, that's good. I got to fucking... I'm like... I'm so fucking angry from all this setup shit. And now I got to fucking settle down. <sighs> I have to find my center. Mm. <laughs> okay. Welcome to another episode of this terrible podcast. What fucking episode is this now? 46? I'm not sure. 46, 47 maybe? Nope, 46 I think. 46 episodes of trash. <laughs> um, so we got a few things to talk about today. I wanted to, I wanted to get you guys a, an Arby and the Chief short before the end of the month, but I failed. I'm, I'm still working on it, but I need an extra, I need some extra time on it but I'm working on a bite and I need, I'll get it out in the first week of December. I'm working on a Christmas special too. So I already, I wrote that first, but then I was like, fuck, I got to write something for November too. But, um, um, I finished the script for this new bite that I wanted. It's going to give me another week or so with it. Maybe not even. And I'll, I'll get it out. It's about Kappa. Which is one of the things I want to talk about today. You guys heard about this shit, right? This fucking... Can I talk about COPPA? I need to ask, ask information about what I can talk about on my podcast. No! Stop doing that, John. Talk about whatever the fuck you want. This is your fucking show. Stop fucking swearing. YouTube doesn't like that anymore. Although I guess under the new fucking rules, I guess I better swear a whole bunch just to clarify to everybody that this show is not for kids. But then can I really say that this show isn't for kids with all these fucking kid posters? But video games are for adults too, right? Where's the line drawn? Nobody fucking knows. And everybody's in a panic. Alright, so... Here's the thing. 
Okay, with Kappa, here's the thing. Here's the one thing, the one thing to rule them all. The thing with Kappa is that it has utility. It's necessary to, to a degree because kids need to be kids need to be protected from data mining from being monetized by big corporations in ways that they shouldn't be you know and kappa isn't a new thing kappa was a piece of legislation written by the federal trade commission a, an independent um, agency of the united states government and it's called the Chil the Children's Online Privacy Protection Act. Okay? And it went into effect in 1998. And I believe that it's supposed to be... Upon its creation, it was said that this is going to be rewritten every 10 or so years based on evolutions in media technology. But with this recent controversy with YouTube and kids' content... Uh, it's getting revised early now. <laughs> Earlier than it was scheduled to be revised. The chat suddenly stopped. Can everyone hear me still? It's better not have fucking frozen or some shit. Okay, the chat's still working. Okay, good. Just gotta fucking relax. I'm just so nervous, so Jesus. Um, so this this legislation was put into place, and it's been in effect for a long time. But um, YouTube has just been fined by the FTC recently for 170 million dollars because they were violating the COPPA Act, and they were they were monetizing underage users when they shouldn't have been in violation of the act and now there's this ridiculous knee-jerk reaction now which is the thing this is what this is what people are pissed off about it's it's not copper or at least it shouldn't be copper itself it's the knee-jerk reaction to the fine from copper which i think the ftc was justified in i mean the legislation was there and youtube did something they knew they shouldn't have because there's so much fucking money in it. I think they decided to look the other way. Just wait for the stream to fucking suddenly shut down. Technical difficulties. Don't do it, YouTube. Um, so, so they just got fined. And now there's this... YouTube's got these new content submission guidelines. Um that are supposed to take place sometime or take effect sometime next month uh early next month and um a bunch of youtubers are freaking out or pissed off um including me to a degree but i've been reading into this quite a bit and i'm not as i think there's a lot of hysteria and misinformation around this thing like people are shitting on the ftc and COPPA when they really I mean, the FTC, I think, has a degree of blame here. I like, according to, like, a, there's a PDF out there where they outline what their new rules are going forward, and it has really, uh, the, the, what they deem children's content 
is so fucking vague and it's for everyone you know and we live in a we live in a generation of fucking man children now me being one of them where it's like we're we're all ingesting content that's for kids and vice versa and here's the thing right you upload a video to YouTube under the under these new rules right and uh YouTube makes a very blatant point like you have you are legally obligated to let us know whether this video or your channel and or both is meant for kids or not and you choose one or the other and then you upload your video and you think well if i make content for adults not for kids i'll just check off not for kids and then i'll be fine right wrong apparently so the thing is, if, if you mark your content as not for kids, but YouTube or the FTC decides that your content is indeed for kids based on some very vague uh, qualifiers, you that's how you get fined because you mislabeled it. But uh, what's kids' content? What it, apparently content for kids is anything that's the FTC or YouTube deems attractive to kids. Do you know what's attractive to kids? I'll wait. What's attractive to kids? Does anybody know the answer? I know it. Do you? Give up? Okay, I'll tell you. Everything. So that's why everybody's fucking upset. Kids are always going to be kids and they're attracted to everything because they are inherently curious. That's what human beings are. So. Yes. Oh, some of you guessed everything. Everything is the correct answer. So, the reason I'm less worried than most people, most YouTubers about this thing, is that maybe a few people are going to be made examples of, but these rules are so fucking stupid. Or what, what they qualify as kids' content, and just... I feel like this these guidelines are going to be impossible to enforce without a tremendous amount of manpower and complaints along the way. People are going to be bitching so fucking much when this actually goes into effect, if it does. And um, so how do you make a video not for kids, right? Because according to the FTC, kids' content can be something like uh, it has colors in it <laughs> or it has fast-moving objects or animated content. Anything, in other words, anything that's even slightly fucking interesting. If it's got a colorful thumbnail. So apparently if you want to make a show for adults, you make everything black and white. Boring as fuck. Basically, ad adult content now has to be like 
watching old political shows in, in, on TV in the in the 40s where it's like black and white four by three fucking fuzzy footage of two guys in suits and ties smoking cigarettes. Welcome to politics. The show for adults only and no kids. I have a politician. My, my guest today is Mr. Politician. Tell me, Mr. Politics, what's new with politics today? Oh, it's uh, just as political as it was yesterday. The day before that. That's going to be content now. Oh, you know what else sucks? Is that people who create content for kids, they used to be able to run ads on that content. But now they can't. Or at least they're not going to make nearly as much as they used to. So now these rules are disincentivizing people who create quality content for children from doing so. So now they're going to be inclined to make their content for adults to stay monetized and avoid... I don't know. This whole thing is so fucking... Just when you thought being on YouTube or YouTube in general couldn't get any fucking dumber. Here we go. Stupidity's back in full force. How you guys liking this stream so far? Is it good? Did you ha ha? It's hard to read you guys today. I'm just I'm just not paying enough attention. Yeah, I know I'm an insecure fuck, okay? But I want to make sure that there's not something I can... There's a tech issue I can fix and... I think... We're good? Okay, we're good. So, my next Arby and the Chief short that I'm working on is about COPPA. So, um, I took a some time to, I took time to research it and I wrote like a 10 15 minute RB and the chief bite about COPPA and uh, I wanted to get it out before the end of this month but I still need more time with it but in in the first week of December the next time I do a podcast I'll have it ready and um, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll show it live on the show the podcast I'll show you guys I'll, I'll upload it for Patreonies for early access and then I'll, I'll show it on here publicly if you want to tune in and then uh, it'll go up on YouTube like as its own video publicly like a week later that's how I've been doing it now so yeah so there you go so yeah I don't know what's going on with this YouTube COPPA thing I think I mean there's uh, the FTC has at least opened themselves up to comment where it's like hey we, we're gonna we want to put these rules into effect on this date but you still have time to message us with your thoughts so they have like a comments line which I'm sure ha has been flooded by freaked out YouTubers going can I make my my pornographic SFM anymore or you know my you know anime furry dicks and shit It's kids' content, right? Because it's animated. 
except for the big fucking throbbing hard-ons going in and out of various animals' asses. This isn't kids' content, is it? And this this is why I made a, uh, Arby and the Chief bite about... I, w I was thinking, like, I was writing the Christmas special art for Arby and the Chief for this year, and I was like, uh, I, I gotta... This is for December, but I gotta write something for November, and I don't know what it is yet. I was focusing on the the Christmas special writing first. So I have like that, a bunch of that written already, not finalized, but a bunch of it's written. And so I was like, well, I don't know what I'm doing for November in terms of an Arby and the chief short. And, I, but at the same time, I was thinking a lot about Kappa and losing sleep over this and being like, God, these rules are so fucked up. Like, but then I was, I thought suddenly like, why don't I just make a bite about Kappa? <laughs> like, that's fucking great. Because, like, that's immediately what I tend to do with things that worry me like that. It's just figure out, think about it hard, figure out why it's fucking stupid, and then write a satirical thing about it. So this Arby and the Chief bite that I'm reading, it's called That Coppa Feel. <laughs> Pretty clever play on words, I think, there. So it's called That Coppa Feel, and it's about Chief making a show with him in it. That's not for kids, but him being a toy automatically makes it for kids, according to FTC, the FTC and YouTube's vague rules. So that's kind of the premise of the episode, where they make the toys make a show like Hyper News, but they try to make it for adults only. <laughs> and it's like, what do they have to do to make it not kid friendly? And uh, yeah, so I'm working on that. And. Um, I just need a I, I need I need need a bit more time with it. I went out and bought. I needed some more props. I went out. I did some prop shopping today. So, the next time I do a podcast, I should have that ready, and I'll show you guys. So there you go. You guys have been good to me. I want to be good to you guys. I'm going to give you guys sweet sweet content. So uh, episode 15, I'm still working on. Um, um, obviously, and I'm working on that and I'm working on a Christmas special and I might do a new year special as well, but I don't have an idea for it yet. Maybe, maybe not. I, th I, I want to put a bite out in January, whether it's a new year special or not, but we'll see. I don't know. Okay. Fair enough. Cool. Uh, what else we got? Did we cover everything about Kappa? If I miss some aspect of COPPA that we should talk about, then uh, somebody bring it up in the chat. I can't remember, but I think we covered everything. Uh, what else are we fucking going to talk about today? Let's do super chats. Those are good jumping off points. John, did YouTube get mad at the end bomb part in episode 14? No, they probably don't even know. But if I were to get in trouble, I'm pretty sure that I'd be able to justify my use of it. Because, like, fucking hell, there, there are accept, acceptable uses of naughty words, even the N-word. Pulp Fiction, anybody? Dead N-word storage? Are we, are we just supposed to ban movies now? Context matters. Surprise! 
You already finished covering both COPPA and postmodernism and politics. Are you talking about today or a previous podcast? We haven't even talked about postmodernism today. We got to dedicate a good five or six hours to that. Going in circles. Me over explaining myself because I'm so insecure. Because doing this podcast in an empty room is fucking weird. With no feedback from a live audience. It's depressing. It's fucking psychotic and depressing. Me sitting in this room. Talking to nobody. Except at the same time. You guys are watching me. And can hear me. Isn't technology fucked up? I just hate how YouTube shifted the data mining blame onto creators rather than take responsibility. Oh yeah, through these... Yeah. I mean, fucking hell. YouTube's telling us what to do. Like, the right way to do things. After they just got fined for $170 million for things that they know they shouldn't have been doing. Yeah, YouTube, I'm all ears. Tell me what's the right way to conduct myself online, please. Fuck my ass. Okay, let's do uh, let's do super chats. Look at all this money. I love money. <laughs> James R says, John, I'll go ahead and email you the approved topics list. Just hold on, bud. <laughs> go ahead and go ahead and feel to praise Star Wars and Marvel in the meantime. Thanks, James. Uh, Star Wars. I don't give a fuck about the new movie, but The Mandalorian is pretty sweet. I watched the first two episodes of it. Mandalorian's cool, but I could not give less of a fuck about the new Star Wars movie. It just goes to show you, it's, I don't think, it's not Star Wars fatigue that's the problem, you know? It's just, the movies need to be better than they are. But they're too much like, I was about to say they're like movies made by Disney executive committees, but but then how do you explain The Last Jedi where they just, you know, handed all power over to Rian Johnson and just said, do whatever the fuck you want. Disney gave him a, a book of rules. Do these things, making the new Star Wars movie. And Rian was like, get this out of my face! Threw it out the window. And then there's like, Noises of garbage cans getting hit, and then I, I loud cat I'm like, <laughs> that's what happened. That's literally what happened. And I like the last Jedi. I don't give a fuck what you guys think. How could you like the last Jedi? It's terrible. It's worse than cancer. Is it? Is it worse than cancer? I th looking back on it, I can see problems with it. But, like, when I was there in the theater watching that movie, I remember being pretty, like, this is cool. Like, I guess it wasn't until, like, I was out of the theater and I was thinking about things and how things relate to other, other st you know, movies in the franchise. I'm just like, 
oh yeah that's kind of weird or that was yeah i guess that part was stupid but when while i was watching it i wasn't bored i wasn't upset i mean maybe i should have been by some of the stupid stuff like like the 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 light speed thing like like princess leia floating in space and blowing up a ship that was weird I don't know why I wasn't more off-put by that when I saw it in theater, but when that movie, when the credits started rolling, I was I had a smile on my face. Like I was like, that was cool. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed those two hours, however long it was. Then I got home and started reading about it, and everybody was just fucking shitting on it mercilessly. And I was like, Jesus Christ, it wasn't that bad. No, John, it was worse than cancer. Oh, really, was it? God forbid any of you guys get cancer. I'm not talking to you, you guys, but I just mean people who are bitching about The Last Jedi, you know. You know what I'm talking about. Um, Marvel. As for Marvel, uh, I like, I find the Marvel, like, if there's a Marvel movie coming out well there's not right now but if I'm, a marvel movie were to come out now i would be more interested in that than a new star wars movie just because uh i'm not compelled by anything the the last movie might have to offer you know it does that thing where it, it's withholding the plot from the trailer so you don't even you don't really know what's going on but it's like not justified because it's like you need there's no hook like i because people people i think have little faith in executing it well and so it's like come on you got to give us something but then they're also doing the we're not going to tell you what it's about thing that they did with uh, avengers endgame in that case it worked because people really liked infinity war so they had faith that marvel was going to do a good job with it and so it's like even though the the trailer didn't tell you what the plot was it's like uh they'll probably they'll, it'll probably be, be good and so that that excitement combined with the vagueness of the trailer kind of leaves you asking questions and being more excited and, you know, building up hype. But you can't withhold the plot if people aren't excited for the movie, which I think is the problem with this new Rise of Skywalker's dick. That's what it's called, right? Um, yeah, I just don't care. I got nothing against it. I like the cast. Like uh, Daisy Ridley and Adam Driver and John Boyega, like I like all those actors and actresses. They're fine. Um, it's just the writing. Like I feel like it hasn't been planned out. Apparently it has. Like J.J. and Abrams and Disney apparently were like, uh, you know, there's rumors going around that we didn't plan the, all these three movies out from the beginning and that we're just making it up as we go along, but... We did have them mapped out. And everybody's meant to go, oh, that's a relief. When, in fact, everyone's just going, well, it didn't seem like they were all mapped out to begin with. Except in maybe a very shallow way where it's just like there's no thematic, you know. All the, all it was like, they you know, they wrote the three movies up on a whiteboard and they were like, okay, we got to have a cool-ass lightsaber fight in this one. And, uh, you know, just like very shallow, like surface plot elements where it's like, this has got to happen. 
there's and there's nothing about there's nothing compelling about Ray's character. I don't know what's driving her. Like she was abandoned on a planet, and then it's like, is that it? Like Luke in A New Hope has an immediate like engine that drives his 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 action in the movie. His parents get burned by the the Empire. And then he's like, I got to go fight the Empire because there's nothing left for me here. And it's like, you get it. It's like, yeah, I get why this character wants to go do this thing. And he goes and does it. And you're along for the ride, right? But in case, in the case of Ray's character in Star Wars, I'm just like, why do I, why do I care? Like, I get it. She's just, she's on this planet. She's got this, like, she's working for some asshole alien and her, there's no excitement in her life or whatever and she was abandoned but i don't really know what's propelling her to like to fight in luke's case you know what's propelling him to fight cuz his parents are dead that's something with ray it's like i don't know the what the one the coolest thing about these new star wars movies is that adam drivers kylo ren and ray are linked together by the force so there's like a there's a Taoist yin yang thing there, the duality of man. Um, there's a there's a duality of man thing there, but and not just duality of good and evil, but also like masculine and feminine as well. Because Ray being a girl, Adam Driver being a guy, there's like a there's a there's a cool yin yang going on there and they have some common ground because they're psych psychically linked through the force in this mysterious way and even though like it might not make sense on the surface it kind of makes sense on a thematic level you know what i mean there's i think there's that's a really interesting idea and i hope they go further with that but i my suspicion is that they won't be smart enough to go f run further with that idea you know, and it's just going to be, well, lightsaber fights. Cool. Remember Darth, what's his name? Sidious. Remember Darth Sidious? Because that's all cinema is now, is just digging up old characters and dusting them off. <laughs> you all right there, Palpatine? Here's your catheter. Just ring this bell if you need your nurse. If you want to go poopy and re recreating like like CGI actors, like dead actors, bringing the dead back to life essentially through CGI in cinema, like people are doing this now, and there's like some there's pushback as there should be because I I don't like that either. I think there's a movie or show recently that tried to recreate James Dean through CGI. And it's like, where does this end? Are we just going to resurrect every fucking dead actor? Like, how about we just, like, use new actors? <laughs> I mean, fucking hell, these new, all these, this new generation of actors, they got to, they got to be in something. There's all this new, brand new talent out there, but we're f focused for some reason on digging up all the past, the relics of the past, you know, dusting them off. When we should be embracing the new. And uh, apparently like C CGI Leia is in the new movie. 
I don't know if like they shot some material before she died and they used that in the movie, but or maybe she's recreated entirely from scratch with CGI and I don't I just there's something that I don't like about that. I feel like the the better alternative is to write the script. Like if you need her to be alive for the sake of the plot, I mean, I wouldn't recommend that. For, I would I would write her dying into the plot if if you're going to make a movie. But if 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 the plot necessitates that the character has to be alive, but the actress obviously isn't anymore, then I would just find a way to write her into the plot where she doesn't appear on camera. But you know, apparently she's on camera for the rise of Skywalker, and I'm just like, Ugh, that's kind of lame. I don't know. I don't know what the, it's the execution is like. Maybe it'll be okay. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Fuck. Uh, how's everybody doing? We enjoying the show still? I hope so. Uh, where are we with the the chats? Thanks, James. James R. Fuck. Only one done so far. Jesus Christ. Luke C. says, John, why does my pee-pee get bigger when I see a naked man? Um... I got some news for you. You might just be gay. And that's not okay because this is a straights only stream. No gays allowed. If you're gay, you can get out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Fucking relax. That's homo. That's homo. What is it? That's homophobic. Why did I not re remember what that word was? I'm not afraid of gay people. I just hate them. <laughs> I'm joking. Um. Anyway, thanks, Luke. Uh, Tonky says, thank you for being the peak of my childhood. Hey, you're welcome. I'm the best. What can I say? I don't mean to sound like a dick, but I'm basically Jesus Christ. Um, thanks, Tonky. What else we got here? Is there a different... Uh, hang on. Hang on, hang on, hang on. James R. says, FTC Clause 69. 69. Uh, FTC Clause 69, Chapter 420-666. This sounds like a real clause. States any content containing or using the N-word in an offensive... I hope this isn't real. <laughs> I said the N-word because I'm a naughty boy in R being the Chief. But I was making a point. Context, context matters, damn it. Um, any content containing or using the N-word in, in an offensive and discriminatory fashion, discriminatory fashion, especially in the context of race, is a definitive marker of adult content. Oh, yeah, well, that's a good point. I mean, if I, if I ever was forced to make a case that my show is for kids... It's like, well, 
I set that option in the fucking settings, and I, I have an episode or two with the N-word in it. So, you know, maybe I'm all right. But my show has two toys as lead characters. So does that make it a kid's show? Am I am I covertly trying to have a, a an audience of children because my lead characters are toys? That's uh that's the question, right? And nobody knows the fucking answer to not even YouTube because god forbid they get specific on any of their rules. terrible I don't know what's going to happen you just have to laugh you know and whatever whatever happens happens because you know I worried about it for a few nights and I was just like well there's nothing I can fucking do about it what's the point if they're going to penalize me maybe I'm going to get fined that magical $42,000 number even though I haven't seen a source for that anywhere everyone's worried like if you violate these rules, you're going to get fined $42,000. It's like, one, it's up to 42000 So you might not get fined necessarily that amount. Two, I can't find a source for that number anywhere. Not from the FTC or YouTube, at least. And that's the only one I would trust. So this number is just floating around the web. And I feel like there's all this hysteria and Every all the people who are in hysterics are using other hysterical people as their source of news. And then it just turns into this vicious fucking thing where nobody knows what the fuck they're talking about. I'm all about the facts. The facts and statistics. Whatever. Whatever fucking YouTube and you fucking screwed up with COPPA and now all your creators have got a fucking you're making them all sweat now punishing people who make quality content for kids this is your fucking fault whatever Whatever. Whatever the fuck ever. All right. <laughs> Where are we? We're having fun here. Aren't we? You better be having fun. If you're watching my show, you have to have fun. Or else. Come to your house and kick your fucking ass. Bitch. <laughs> Where... <laughs> Uh, I'm in an unusually good mood for this podcast today. Uh, 42 minutes. Now, this is me in a good mood, by the way. If I'm energetically pissed off and it looks like I'm not having a good time, that actually means I'm in a good mood. If I was in a bad mood, I'd be, I'd be more timid and insecure and shit. I'm having fun, though. I hope you guys are. Uh, here we go. What else? What's the next fucking thing? Uh, thanks, James. James R., everybody. 
Taylor Corbett says, I'm smoking weed listening to you, John. Weed, man. That's groovy, man. You're smoking weed, man. I knew you guys were cool. You guys have seen Dazed and Confused, right? Dude, he's asking you if you're cool. Or he's asking you if you smoke weed. You guys are cool, right? You guys uh you guys should watch that movie if you haven't. It's fucking great. Um Thanks, Taylor Corbett. Congratulations on smoking weed, man. <laughs> that's, that's so fucking groovy, man. All right, thanks, Taylor. Um, Brenton015. Uh, thanks, man. No text attached to that one, but, but that's cool. Um, Night Rose. Says, here you go, John. Take this on behalf of a fellow black guy. Much love, bro. A blackman? <laughs> a real-life blackman in my stream? I'm sorry. This is just not acceptable. This is whites only. I'm joking. Fuck. Don't flag me. YouTube's going to fucking shut me down. I just like making jokes, okay? Fuck. I'm glad I have some black viewers. I need a I need a new N word pass. <laughs> I think mine uh, mine's all expired now since I put out my last RB and the Chief episode. So I need a new one. I need a pile of them. Can a if there's a whoever or uh, Night Rose or uh, any other black person watching my stream, if you could please uh, take your N word pass and put it in a copier and make a few make like a few hundred copies for me and just. Uh, fax them all to me I think you need to validate them as black people you need to validate the n-word pass so I can use it like with a signature because you know I can't just print it out print out a template on my end it needs to be verified by a, a black man <laughs> please donate your n-word pass to a white man a poor white man in need us white people have it really hard in this in this dog eat dog world. <laughs> I'm just a poor helpless white man. C cracker ass honky. What's some what's offensive slang for white people? Cracker honky. Um pasty. It's not none of those are as bad as the n-word though. That's counterfeit n-word passes. Creating them is considered an act of war against Wakanda. <laughs> Wakanda forever. Did you watch Nerd City's video on YouTube's bigot bots? Bigot bots? Fuck me. That was what I forgot to mention. I was thinking about like what did I miss in regard to Kappa? Like, YouTube mentions their machine learning as if that's supposed to put every, everyone at ease. Oh, relax, everybody. We're leaving it up to our machine learning to handle things. Oh, great. Well, thank fuck for that. Machine learning hasn't been a disaster at all up until now, right? 
That's what it is. It's inherently a disaster because machine learning, the way machines learn is by fucking up a million times until they get the right answer finally. That's machine learning. Is basically putting a Roomba into a room and watching it bump in every fucking wall a thousand times before it finds the door. And then it leaves the room. Finally, after like a year of bumping into walls, and then we're all supposed to go, oh, wow, isn't it brilliant? Machine learning, everybody. The Terminators are here. YouTube's machine learning everybody. Yeah. Well, and how does it how does it how does this genius machine learning flag videos by looking for keywords in the titles or descriptions or whatever that are completely free of context. Any that fuck, that was another thing in the FTC PDF that I read. Like if if your your video could be deemed kids content if it has words such as whatever and cool and fun <laughs> I'm like are you fucking serious Ever, all you all youtubers attention don't put the words whatever cool or fun in your videos stray from fun in your video making at all costs god forbid you make something fun because adults hate fun Fun is for kids only. That's a big problem in general, you know? It's like people are losing their fucking sense of humor. And it's like it's like the death of fun in a broad sense. Can't have fun anymore. Everything's serious. Everything's about oppression and being serious about stuff. Uh, I don't know, guys. I just don't know. Maybe I should just end it all. Kill myself on camera. Then I don't have to worry about COPPA anymore. These stupid new fucking rules. Or what it's going to be like on YouTube 10 years from now. If there is even a YouTube still and it doesn't go fucking under because it's so carried away with censorship that people just move on to a new platform Pornhub Pornhub.com Brazzers.com the new home of Arby and the Chief okay uh, I'm just kidding guys life is worth living um, where are we? Where did we leave off? Thank you, Night Rose. You can send send your please send your N word passes to me anytime. I gotta set up my PO box again so I can get those N word passes <laughs> mailed to me. Thanks, Night Rose. I appreciate it, man. Alex Britton says in regards to christmas specials one of my all-time favorite rb and the chief moments was when chief dumped a bunch of thumbtacks into arbiter's stocking in response to being called a prick oh yeah that was a good one i remember that 
God, I'm such a fucking great writer. <laughs> I'm just so brilliant. Brilliance just oozes out of my fucking ears. I got to carry two buckets. I got to wear buckets for earrings every day just to catch all the brilliance that pours out of my head every day. Thanks, man. I'm glad you enjoyed that. Yeah, I want to make... My idea for a Christmas special is just... There's no really any driving plot. I talked about this before. I just want to... I, I want the whole Christmas special episode to just be like... Christmas Eve with the toys just hanging out. What? How do they spend their time? That's That's the idea I have. It's not much, but I feel like I can make it really funny with dialogue. And I, I kind of like that there's no plot kind of driving it. It's just the toys in kind of this purgatory-like state where they're just like, it's Christmas Eve night. What do we do? What do we watch? What do we talk about? But there may uh, there may be a plot that develops in the process of writing it. I haven't finalized it yet. I think... Because I think there needs to be some kind of a story of some kind. And I think I want to make it, I, if there is going to be like a story, I want it to be Chief is ungrateful for what he has. And Arbiter tries to teach him that he should count his blessings. And then that's that would be kind of the arc of the episode is Chief learns to be thankful for what he has. And even though him and Arbiter don't get along, they're grateful to each other on Christmas for having each other's company, you know, because what else? Who else are they going to hang out with? So, yeah, I think that's what it's going to be about. With a bunch of dick jokes along the way and, sh and jokes about shit and cum and, and boners. That stuff's cool and material. This is very mature content, everybody. Extremely mature content for adults only. Um, thanks, Alex. I hope uh, I hope I can make it funny enough. I hope you guys like it when it's done. But uh, the copper bite first. That'll that'll be that'll come out first. I'll early next month. I'll get it to you guys. Um, Brent Music says, "Hey John, you're one of my childhood heroes, so please don't ever don't ever grape or murder anyone. Can't say the R word on super chat. What retard? Sorry, but I know that word's just like totally not okay now. But you really you can't even write it. Is it just for super chats or?" Can you, can nobody in the chat write that word? That's, uh, I think that's dumb if that's the case. Uh, ask a question on here, but there's like a 30 second delay. But anyway, uh, yeah, I'll be sure not to grape anybody. Thanks, Brent. I really do appreciate it, man. Thank you. I think he means... What is it? Er? What's er? What is, what is the R word? 
Oh, okay, okay. That's why you said grape. I thought grape was a typo. I'm a fucking dumbass. I'm an idiot, yes. Stupid John. Dumbass John and his no brains and his fucking stupid bald head. I think you should be able to write rape in chat. Does that mean I condone rape? No. I'm just saying people, sh if you should be able to write the word rape in text. If, for instance, we're talking about, we're having a clinical discussion about rape. People should be able to write the word down. Hashtag cancel John Graham. Fuck, it's all fucking stupid. Censorship. Now you know why I go on and on about hate speech all the time. Hate speech and free speech. I'll always be a free speech guy. This shit's important, goddammit. Once you draw that line, it's fucked. When you put someone in charge of drawing that line and then they pick words, it's like, okay, we got these hate speech laws, so what what words aren't okay? Uh, this one, uh, this one here, and uh, ooh, this, this one. And then it's like, okay, that's it. Until one day where it's just like, uh... Maybe we should throw a few more in there, you know? It's like, oh, I don't like people criticizing me or the government. Like, uh, maybe we should uh, put a few more in there, you know? Oh, and this one too. And then nothing's okay. And everyone's in a gulag. Dying of famine. <laughs> uh, I'm like so angry but today, but like happy angry like I'm actually having a good time being a fucking asshole on camera tonight I think it's partly because like I left this stream later in the day like I think I'm less happy during the day and the more we go into the evening I'm like my happiness goes up it's just I don't know I, just, I function better at night but I, w I would always avoid streaming too late because, like, I have a bunch of fans in time zones that, you know, that are ahead of mine. And they're like, why do you stream so late? God damn it, I keep missing these. Why don't you stream earlier, you fuck? I'm sorry, but I gotta, I gotta, I, I should go with my body's natural rhythms, you know? It's a better podcast if I leave it. I'm not allowed to enjoy this. This is my show. You can't tell me what to do. Why don't you fucking fight me? <laughs> uh, we're having fun here. We're just a bunch of guys messing around. That's what we are. And Whammon. Wouldn't want to exclude Whammon. And gender fluid. And trans. And whatever your pronouns are. I do not give a fuck. I hope... I hope... I welcome all. And I hope everyone's having a good time. We're all friends here. Do we have any Whammon in the chat tonight? 
Whammon with real bobs and vagine. St uh, only strong women are allowed. If you're a weak whammon, get out. But if you're a strong whammon, then you're welcome. Strong whammon only. Non-binary, yes. Whoever. I'm not transphobic. I love all people. I just want to give everybody in the world a, a, a good old tug. You know? I just want to have a bath with everyone. I want to get a, a big bath. I have a swimming pool, I guess. But that's not as intimate as a bath. I want to have a bath and just squeeze as many people like as I can into it because I just love everyone. I, I want to I want to get a bath and I would sit in the bath and there would be a black guy and a black whammon and a white whammon and there'd be a gay guy and there would be like a trans guy or like trans transgender man, a transgender woman and there'd be like an Asian guy. And like like men and women of every race, and we'd all be in a one bath together, and we'd all be naked, and fucking rubbing each other's genitals. That's how much I love people. I just I'm just want to be tolerant, you guys. If you wouldn't do the same thing, you're a fucking bigot. <laughs> You know what that's called? It's called being hum being a human being. Uh Okay. What the fuck am I even talking about? Where are we? Um Thank you, Brent. YTP Mania. Is that that's I keep asking this fucking question, I think. YouTube poop. That's what that stands for, right? YouTube Poop Mania, YTP Mania, says, Thanks for streaming job. Good luck on episode 15. Oh, thanks, dude. Uh, this The script is like 95% done. It was already written a, a while ago, but I've just, I've still got to finalize it. I've been busy with like the Coppa Bite and writing the Christmas special and some other outside work and cutting podcast streams and stuff, but I'll get on it. I'll finish it. I will. I know you don't believe me, but I will. Thanks, YTP Mania. Um, Decimator Omega says, Hey, what's up, John? What's up, did? Nothing much, man. Just hanging out. Just enjoying YouTube before I get fined next month for having content attractive to kids. If you stream yourself on YouTube, just make sure you don't breathe or have a fucking pulse because God forbid you're attracted to attractive to kids on some level. Um Thank you Decimator Omega. 
Uh, Max Johnson 05 says, did you see the new Terminator? I personally liked it. Also, I'm waiting to move into the new house. So here is more of my lunch money. That's right. Give me that. Give me that delicious money. Thanks, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna use it to buy lunch, and then I'm gonna eat it on on camera in front of you. Be like, look, this is your lunch money. Mine now, loser. Uh, the new Terminator? No, I didn't see it. I wasn't really that stoked. Kind of. It probably has some cool action scenes, but I don't think there's enough there story-wise and thematically to like for me to be interested i feel like it's it's probably got some cool action scenes but it's probably just you know relatively shallow i've heard it's the best of the sequels like after terminator 2 like nothing nothing's gonna top terminator 1 or 2 i terminator 2 is one of the best fucking action movies i've ever seen in my life it's that good terminator 1 is great but it's not as good as t2 t1 great t2 amazing Ter- i i liked i thought terminator 3 was okay it's kind of like the godfather thing great amazing okay and then there's a few after that like genesis and salvation that's like that's uh, lame I'm sure Terminator will be rebooted again one day. Because it's just, it's too recognizable a franchise. But I I just, I want them to leave it alone for a while. It's just, a a good writer or director needs to come along and handle it, you know? There's just, the scripts aren't good enough, the direction isn't good enough. Anyway. Anyway. I want I do want to see the new Terminator just for the action scenes. Anyway. Uh where are we? Where are we? Max Johnson 05. Thanks, man. Uh Carrie. K- Kyrie? Carrie? Sorry if I'm whatever is the right one. Um, hey John. First time donator, long time supporter. Hey, thank you. I'm glad you enjoy it. My show. My my totally rad content. My brilliant content. Um, yeah, I don't know what a long time is. I mean, I created my channel back in 2006 or something. Doing this for a while. Still don't have 100,000... I want to get 100,000 viewers because I'm curious what YouTube is going to send me. Maybe they might send me a plaque. Let's make it happen, people. 100,000 subs. If you're not subbed, do it or I'll beat you up. If you feel like not being a fucking loser anymore, uh, you should try subscribing to my channel. That'll immediately dissolve you of loser status. It's true. True story. Thank you, Carrie. Um, Hasflas says, Job, I'd like to hear your thoughts on Canadian gun control. Um, Well, I mean, I I don't know how Canadian 
gun control. I don't really, I don't, I'm not really sure about the gun laws here. I just haven't had to really look into them because I don't like guns, but I'm not one of these people who thinks that there should be a, a wide rifle ban. Like, um, I'm not a gun nut and I used to like really not like gun nuts, but I understand why Americans are such fans of guns in general. Just because in recent years I've, I've gained a much more firmer understanding of the founding of America and I know why it's so important to them. And, um... Uh, this is a whole fucking thing. Mass shootings and whatever. Do we want to talk about this? We're having fun and now I feel like we're going down this fucking dark and terrible road that maybe we should just avoid. Anyway, I'm not one of these blanket ban people. Um, I mean, there's already a ban on fully automatic rifles, and but people want to ban semi-automatic rifles. Because the fact that they're used in terrible massacres and stuff. But banning just because a tool is used for horrible things doesn't mean banning the whole thing outright is a good idea. You know? And um, I'm, I'm really uneducated on Canadian gun laws. Um, I don't have a gun. Um, I don't know. I don't really know what to say on this. And I feel like this show is suddenly just grinded to a fucking halt. Cause I'm like trying to work out like, it's just, it's such a fucking complicated subject. And I don't know how to phrase it off the cuff in front of this webcam without saying something that somebody in the chat's going to find like offensive and be like oh, but, 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 what about the school shootings Ugh. you know so I'd rather just like not go there um, maybe I'll come back to it if I think of something but I'd like to just kind of move on from this because I feel like we're stuck in fucking quicksand right now <laughs> and we were on a roll for a while anyway alright let's, let's, just, let's just move on okay because I, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about anyway. Anyway, I appreciate it though, Haas Floss. Uh, James R. says, you seen Red Letter Media's satirical nerd crew podcasts? I was talking about that sort of praise in regards to Marvel and Star Wars. Those guys are awesome. I love those. Those are great. I love the sarcasm. It's hilarious. Um, there's I, I can't really think of any other show's like that where the satire is so on point because there are so many shows that are like that without irony you know what i mean like without the satirical element where it's like you have a bunch of you have a guy on camera with a fuck bunch of fucking man child shit decorations behind him what and you know they're all fucking geeking out to like a Uh, and that YouTuber voice. I hate that YouTuber voice. Hey, what is up? 
What is up? This is my YouTube voice. This is how I talk naturally. Ugh. God, I want to reach through the monitor and fucking strangle those people. You know the thing with YouTube? It's called YouTube. But so few people on YouTube are themselves. You know what I mean? That's the problem with YouTube. It's called YouTube, but nobody is themselves on YouTube, which is the whole fucking point. Everybody's like a, a persona. Gotta waggle your head around like this, too. What is up, YouTube? Oh, welcome to the show. Very cool. Uh, fuck it. Fuck it all. Um, where are we? Where the fuck are we? James R., thanks, man. Uh, Lord Xanthar the Allen says, Have you talked about RB and Chief Girls episode? Oh, yeah, I know. It's been on my to-do list forever. I've got to, I've got to remaster the audio for it. There's a, there's a copyright there's a copyright claim on the girls episode because of the Sheena Easton track and the copyright holder has made it so the video is banned in some regions and I think the only region I'm aware of that it's banned in is the United States so far but it might be more than that but anyway because of that because that song is in there people in the US can't see it unless you use a VPN and you go through Canada or the UK or something then you might be able to watch the episode but um, um, but yeah, people people in the states can't see it because of the copyright block, and so I need to remaster the audio or at least that section of it. I just got to put my own music in there. But then everyone's gonna fucking shit on me in the comments of that video. They're gonna be like, uh, "This isn't exactly how I remember it." Way, way. <laughs> Uh, this is different. Wah! Yeah, what do you want me to do? I shouldn't have used that track to begin with. I was, I was wrong. It was wrong. It was wrong. I shouldn't have done it. I didn't listen. Now we gotta pay the price. I gotta remaster the audio, okay? And if you got a problem with it, eat my balls, okay? Why don't you suck on my balls? <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I got to remaster. I got, I got fucking hell. I've just been writing a lot and editing a lot, and I keep putting it off. I'll, I'll get to it eventually. I just, I just figure, like, it's not that big a deal because, like, if, if you're in the States and you can't watch it, like, everybody knows what a VPN is now, right? I mean, it's easy to to just go through a VPN to watch the thing. Or, like, there's, there's going to be another uploader that will have the video available. So I feel like my time is better spent on other things right now than remastering that, but... I guess if another... If enough people complain or somebody sticks a fucking gun in my mouth and says do it then maybe I'll consider doing it 
Uh, all right. Let's move on. Lord Xanthar the Allen, thank you, buddy. Uh, Kiro says, this better not be about what I think it's going to be fucking about. Hi, John. I'm just kidding. I love you, man. I'm kind of not kidding. But, uh, hi, John. Speaking of Marvel, would you come on Captain... Uh, I knew there was going to be something. Would you come on Captain Marvel's face? Also, what are your thoughts, plans with Reach on PC? Love you, bro. No homo. Um, would I come on Captain Marvel's face? I do think Brie Larson is hot, but uh, I don't. I wouldn't phrase it like that. Like if I was interviewing Brie Larson, I wouldn't open the interview with, "Man, you look great." I'd really love to come on your face right now. I just wouldn't do that. You know, she's a good looking woman. I also think she's a good actress. I don't, uh, I mean, she said some pretty dumb stuff in her press circuit for Captain Marvel, but, you know, I don't hold it against her. I think she's a good fucking actress. I hope she's, uh, I hope she picks her roles or like she, I hope she keeps picking good roles. Captain Marvel wasn't a good role for her. Anyway, that was poor direction. That was the problem there. Too many executive decisions. Is that like a personal attack or something? What are you talking about? Great clip. What, me inter my fake interview with Brie Larson? Somebody record that. Send it to Bree. Uh, what else? What are your thoughts slash plans with Reach on PC? Uh, I saw I saw some demo gameplay of it, or not demo gameplay, but just gameplay, like pre-release gameplay. And uh, it, it looks good. But there's something to be said, I think, for like how it looks on the Xbox 360. Like, I know it's a lesser resolution and like a lesser frame rate. But I feel like it did give it a more cinematic quality. Like playing that on the 360 with that specific frame rate. Rather than like... You know, I feel like people are too obsessed with like... It's got to be super crisp and clean and like hyper resolution with like 60 frames or 120 frames per second. Totally seamless. And it's it's like fine, but when you do that, you kind of, unless the textures are updated to a higher resolution, then it, it kind of just looks upscaled beyond to what it was meant to look like. You know how like you you watch videos on like VHS on a CRT television and it's got like a quality to it where you kind of appreciate the texture of it. Like the fact that it looks so blurry on a tape being played on a CRT monitor. And it's like some movies were made with the look of that in mind. You know what I mean? 
it just it gives it a texture and a glow that you just don't get from like most digital content nowadays that's kind of kind of how i feel about like because i saw this comparison of like reach on 360 compared to reach on pc and it's just like yeah it's like super high frame rate really crisp but then this the one on the 360 one looked more cinematic because the frame rate was more is a more a cinematic standard and then just kind of the blurriness of it a little bit relatively speaking at least and reach is out of all the halo games it's probably the most cinematically inclined game you know what i mean so that aesthetic kind of works for that because the like there's this tragedy element to the reach game where it's like you know the outcome it's like a prequel or is prequel the right word it takes place before halo and it's like you know that it ends with reach being destroyed and you know the characters you're playing as are probably going to be dead by the end of it so there's like this there's an inclination towards cinematic storytelling in that one uh not that halo isn't a uh, doesn't have an element of cinematic storytelling but just reach i think has an emphasis on story slightly above the other halo games and just the the lower res the lower frame rate and quality kind of lends to that cinematic appeal and then you're kind of sucking out that out with like the the hyper crispness smoothness of the pc version but whatever it's not even it's not like i even like i would still play reach on pc obviously because you know it's a good game and you know it looks good whatever it's you know it's got a higher frame rate less blurry like Obviously, that doesn't get in the way of the gameplay. So, like, I can appreciate it. This I can appreciate the story with good graphics, anyway. Um. So yeah, like, I'll I'll probably get it. Like, I would. I don't have. Is Master Chief Collection available for PC already? I haven't even looked. I'm not sure. I should probably get that if if it is, because I would love to play the Halo games on PC. Um. But will I use it for the show? RB and the Chief? I don't know. I I it depends. It depends if it's gonna look any different if I use the PC version. Cause I feel like with the PC version of Reach, there's gonna be some differences in like the field of view, for example. You know what I mean by that, right? You know, if if like if you have a high field of view it squishes more more elements into like the frame and so you have kind of like a fisheye effect uh, kind of like security cameras do they want like a wide field of view in a, in a narrow space I feel like reach might tweak that in a way that it makes the theater mode camera look different and if it's not control sticks anymore, then it's probably like a WASD control mapping, which might make the camera really jerky to operate. And uh, I don't know. I'll I'll have when it comes out, I'll have a look at it. I'll play around with it. But uh, the frame rate, I don't see being an issue because whatever the frame rate of the game is, anyway, whatever it is, I'm going to be doing the final export at a cinematic 24 frames per second anyway so the frame rate doesn't really matter like i i capture gameplay right now from the 360 at 30 frames per second and it gets export the final episode gets exported at 24 
Um, it's yeah. If if there's any differences in the way the show looks by using the PC version, then I don't want to use it. But if there's no difference in the way it looks and it makes the process a lot easier, then I'll, I'll consider moving over to the PC version of Reach for RB and the Chief going forward. I'm not sure yet, though. So that's that's my thoughts on that. There you go. Thanks, Kiro. Um, Don Beal says, John, you're an amazing person with, an, with amazing talent. You forgot a huge dick. I should just whip it out on, on camera so you can all see. You, for, you forgot to mention my huge, amazing dick and balls. Thanks, man. I know. I'm just so fucking great. I'm going to beat off after this about how great I am. <laughs> Thanks, Don. Um, Brandon Vancour says... Irishman thoughts. Oh boy. Also, have you seen Parasite? Uh yes. Irishman and Parasite. I saw them both. And um both terrific movies. The Irishman wasn't quite the roller coaster that Goodfellas and Casino was for me. But The Irishman is a fucking solid gangster movie. It's like three and a half hours long, but it doesn't feel its length. It it feels like a shorter movie just because the story works so well. The, the story flows really well. The characters are compelling. The acting is really good. The only criticism I have of it is in scenes where De Niro is supposed to be a much younger guy. He still moves and stands and sits like an old man. You know what I mean? Like, you can't get rid of that. Like, uh, when you reach a certain age, when you're an old man, there's a certain gait and posture that old men have where you just look at them and you can tell that they move and stand in an old person kind of way. And even though, like, De Niro is de-aged in those scenes, you can still tell, like, it's an old guy doing what should be the actions of a young man. And it made me think, you know, like, maybe they should have just cast a younger guy for this. Or at the very least had, like, a younger stunt double. Like, there's a scene where uh, De Niro beats the shit out of this grocer. He goes to this grocery store and he goes in and it's all done in, like, a, a single wide shot. It's really cool. But he goes in, he beats the shit out of this guy out on the... He, like, pulls him out into the street and kicks him in the face and stuff but the way he moves you can tell like he's old you know if De Niro was in his 30s or 40s he would be like way more dexterous and you know that, that was the only th and there's like one there's a few shots throughout I was actually surprised by how not distracting the de-aging thing was I thought I would find that way more distracting than it was but it was actually pretty seamless like I wasn't I wasn't thinking about it most of the time. But there's a few shots throughout the movie where you can tell, like, there's CGI going on, you know. Um, but it's okay. It's not, uh, even though you can tell sometimes, it's not, it isn't, it didn't bother me too much. And, uh, yeah, solid fucking movie. I loved it. 
And uh, Parasite was great too. Was that a, I want to say Korean? A Korean movie? And it's like a, a social commentary about like, um, you know, uh, societal classes. And um, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil any of it. It's really good. It's it's one of those movies where you should just go in clean. You know. Anyway. Um yeah, both good movies. Thanks, man. Uh Brandon, thank you. Um Hazel Allister says I'm giving you a pearl necklace for Christmas. Mmm, sounds delish. <clears throat> All right. What else? Thanks Hazel Allister. Uh Bailey Masters says rape. There we go. <laughs> Spelled it with a 4 circumvented the censorship well done thanks bailey uh kyle bertagna says hi john good to see you on this amazing mature 18 plus adults only podcast where guys and girls kiss each other and alcohol is drank i'm playing far cry 3 far cry 3 which one is that oh yeah that's the one with the definition of insanity guy yeah, that was all right. Um, thanks for tuning in, man. I hope I hope everyone's still enjoying the show. I gotta, I gotta get some. I'm losing energy here, but uh, we're on a roll there. I want to keep this, keep the energy high. Oh, I forgot to mention, I got a, I got a, I got a special thing for the end of this. Um, so there's a. A uh, fan of mine. I don't want to say his name in case he doesn't want to be revealed. But uh, he was the guy who sent me the quiz that I did on uh, the last stream or the stream before. I can't remember exactly. But he did a quiz based on my old and new content. Anyway, he get, he just he sent me an email thanking me for finally getting to it. I'm surprised he, he didn't give me shit for waiting so fucking long. It took me a while to to put that quiz on. But anyway, he sent me a new thing. He sent me a bingo card. And um so I've I've some time ago I glanced at the bingo card and I read like the entries in it, but I've kind of since f kind of forgotten what's on it, not entirely, but like for the most part, I kind of I don't remember what's written on it. And so the the idea was to do this podcast and then at the end show you guys the bingo card and then we would play bingo and for like because every entry on the bingo card is like a thing that i stereotypically do on the podcast according to the fans and then like if i did do that thing in the podcast then i would we would stamp it or you know figuratively you know and then if i didn't do the thing that would be like a clear space and then if we get a, a line of things in a row stamped, then I lose the game. Whatever that means, I lose. And everyone wins. Everyone else wins. 
So uh, we'll we'll do that at the end of this. I'll bring up the bingo card. Remind me if I forget. We'll we'll do bingo. See me after class bingo before this ends. Okay. Does that sparkle with all the girls? I hope so. Anyway, the chat's unusually quiet now. What's wrong? You don't you guys usually role play by now? Start sucking each other's virtual ding dongs. Anyway. Uh Thanks Kyle Bertagna, I appreciate it. Jack Turner says I heard that RB season 9 is going to be a Disney Plus exclu exclusive. Uh. WTF job. Yeah, probably not. But then there's a bunch of uh content on Disney Plus I've heard that has like a a disclaimer that says like uh this content has dated cultural depictions where you know it's basically just like sorry for the mild racism but here it is we we made this I wonder if they have like the really racist stuff on Disney Plus you know with like like I I mean the old school hardcore shit like malproportioned lazy black kids eating watermelons don't blame me it was fucking Disney that did that or maybe that specific example wasn't Disney but I'm pretty sure Disney did some shit like that and it's like um, Song of the South is that what it's called well, one of them anyway but there's a whole bunch of that shit Anyway, you probably have to pay extra on Disney Plus <laughs> for for that for that library. <clears throat> anyway, thanks, Jack Turner. Uh, Kyrie Carey says, "Long time, as in Master Chief sucks at Halo." Oh well, that's that's the beginning. Then that's that's right at the beginning. Yeah, that was probably the first thing I uploaded it. Uploaded. Um, thanks, Carrie. Uh, oh, dot, dot, dot says, take this, my man. I've been loving the podcast. Hey, thanks, dude. That's awesome. I hope so. I've been, I'm trying, I'm conscious. I'm trying to, I'm making a point of making this podcast better. Like I want, I came in with high energy and I wanted to keep that up. I'm kind of, I feel like I'm losing steam, but I'm, I'm trying to maintain that energy. And I know that I'm too insecure and I look for too much validation on the chat because I'm an insecure fuck, but I want to do less of that because that shit isn't entertaining or funny. I want this to be a funny podcast that people can just full screen this on their TV, sit back and get a, f a few hours worth of laughs, you know? That's what I want this podcast to be. Not just insecurity, the show. Where I just whine about being insecure like a fucking pussy. All right, let's get off this before we spend too much time on this. 
Pretty sure that's one of the bingo entries, too. Um, I can't wait. Oh, jeez. Thanks, so. Jesse says nothing. Just a super chat. But hey, thanks, dude. Thanks a lot. Brent Music says, John, I have an old electric bill I haven't paid in like two years. It's going to cost so much now. Here's my money. What are you doing, man? Absolute mad lad. You are a mad lad, sir. They're going to send guys to your house to rape you. <laughs> oh, you can't say that word. Whoops. I'm sorry, everybody. I mean grape. That's what I meant. Thanks, Brent. Sorry about your electricity. And that's when his power shut off. Pew. He's just sitting there in the dark now. With a sad face. Thank you, Brent. Alex Britton says, Social justice warriors and cancel culture advocates remind me of those kids from season three that wanted you to change your name back to Digital Fear. Um, Maybe on some level, but I wouldn't equate the two. Like, changing my name back to Digital Fear, that's more of like, uh, I hate change sort of thing. Whereas the social justice warriors... The, those types of people are are more they're at the other extreme where it's like change at all costs you know like let's just change everything for the fuck of it because change is inherently good and whatever we were doing before is inherently bad because it's old like that's that to me is like a radical that's a social justice warrior to me or there's just that that type of person you know in in, in general I mean, social justice, fighting for social justice is more like, it's like you've people who always have to have a crusade of some kind and, you know, nothing's ever going to be perfect. So they're just going to be fighting forever, basically, you know, because inequality is ro woven into the fabric of reality. And so something is always going to be in unequal to something else on some level. So these people are going to have an endless fucking things, endless. They're going to be fighting for the rest of their lives. And they're going to find at the very end of it, that it didn't bring them any more happiness. And, uh, yeah. Because they, they think inequality is a manifestation of, it's it's something we control, you know, when it's just a law of the universe, I think. Inequality between things, you know. I didn't make the fucking rules. Go blame God. Wasn't me. Anyway. Uh, whatever. Thanks, Alex. Jojo97 says, Sup, John. Good to see you on again. Finally home from work. Have some dollar dollar bills, y'all. Thanks, dude. Thanks for those dollar bills. Thanks for making it rain, you guys. Home from work, huh? That's good. This is my job. 
it's really hard. I have a really hard job, you guys. Um, thanks, buddy. Brandon Vancouver says, were you good at math, John? Fuck no. Well, it, it depends, uh, depends what kind of math. Algebra, algebra I was really good at. Or at least I was decent at it. I was, yeah, decent. Yeah, that's, that's an okay term. Uh, but if you asked me to do like, uh, trigonometry, I, I think I was good at, but, uh, proofs. That's where I fucking got killed doing proofs. Fuck that shit. And um, there's other categories where I, I really didn't do well. I can't remember what else. I think probability and statistics I was good at as well. Fractions I, was, I, I had a pretty good grasp on. Transformations I was good at that. Like tr trigonometry and proofs is where I struggled. And like the the sin, cos, tan shit. I found that difficult. Math is lame anyway. What am I going to use it for in life? Nothing. Math is stupid and gay. I have a friend who's a math teacher and I keep trying to tell him that math is gay. He won't listen to me. I don't know why. He just won't listen to reason. I'm like, why can't you understand that math is gay? If you study math, you're gay and you're a loser. <laughs> What's so hard to understand? But he continues teaching math nonetheless. I just can't talk sense into the guy. There's no helping some people, you know? You try, but uh, it just doesn't work. <laughs> uh, that is it for the Super Chats. Let's, let's look at uh, Streamlabs. Let's look at Streamlabs, everybody. Thank you for being the peak of my childhood. Hey, you're welcome, dude. That's Tonky. Did you you send you sent a super chat as well, right? And then uh Del Del Defcore, is that fucking hell my eyesight is so bad. I'm turning into a fucking old man now. I need reading glasses. Delcore XD says, John, your music tracks are awesome. I listen to them every day on Spotify and SoundCloud. Does Synthwave or Retrowave inspire your tracks? What do you think, dude? All my shit is fucking Synthwave, Retrowave, Vaporwave, whatever you want to fucking call it. Um, I'm being, I sound hostile, but I don't mean to be. I'm just having fun. Um, thanks, dude. Uh... Yeah, I'd, I don't like all my tracks, but I've made a few where I'm just like, you know, that's, that's pretty catchy. I like that. Sometimes I listen to my own music in my car. It's good driving music, I feel like. A little repetitive, but, you know, that's okay, I think. <laughs> for the case that I use it in, like for my show, like I think it works really well. But uh, I, I want to make a Synthwave album. I'm working on one, but um, it, it's taken me a long time. 
It won't come out anytime soon, I don't think. But that's something I'm kicking around. Uh, anyway, thank you, Delcor XD. Appreciate it. That's through Streamlabs. If you want to uh, send me some cash, uh, but you don't want YouTube to take a big cut of it, you should definitely consider Streamlabs. Like, because I'll... Because I, I pay attention to that, and I, I read them out if you send them. So the good thing about Streamlabs is that uh, they don't take anything from the donations. So uh, what, whatever you send me, I get it all. YouTube takes 30%, which is pretty fucking outrageous, but what can you do? All this, the stickers are on there, the super stickers, whatever the fuck those are. Uh, Scott Jackson 117. Holy shit. Thanks, dude. Fight me, figgot. FGT. What did you... What did you just call me, little bitch? <laughs> this is where I recite the Navy SEAL copy pasta. I'll have you know I have a thousand confirmed kills. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, what else? I think that's everything. All right, cool. Um, so listen, guys, I want to go pee and make some, myself some more coffee because I'm kind of losing some steam here. I want to get some energy back. So I'm going to, I'm going to make some coffee. I'm going to go pee. Uh, I'm going to pee first. I don't know. No, I'm going to make coffee and then pee in my coffee and then I'll come back and then we'll, we'll keep going. Sound good? Okay, just give me a few just give me a few minutes. Don't go anywhere. This is the best show ever, and if you go anywhere, you're missing out. If you do go somewhere, I'll fucking kick your ass. Bitch. I mean it. Okay? Alright. I'm going away now. I will I will be back soon. Okay, as I was saying, I'm wondering if people, could you hear music playing dur during the standby slate? And, uh, well, no, you guys can hear me now, right? Oh, there's a, that fucking chat delay again. Okay, fine. You guys can hear me now. But uh, I think people were saying they couldn't hear the music in either the standby slate or the intro sequence. Could you guys hear the music for both of those? No, yes. Pick one. It's got to be one or the other. Fuck me. Yes, okay. So, okay. Yeah, it looked like it was working on my end, so... Okay, good. Good to know. There's just a bunch of trolls fucking with me. The explosion had no music? What do you mean the explosion had no music? Before the explosion, you could hear music on the title sequence though, right? No intro music, not the intro. 
So there was no music on the intro. What the fuck, really? You know what? I bet I had it. I bet I had that track muted in Adobe Premiere or something when I exported it. Fuck. Okay. Okay, good. I got that's something I gotta fix. I'll fix that later. No intro music. Okay, got it. Thanks. Sound, but no music. Yeah, that's a, that's a Premiere problem. I think I exported it wrong. I fucked up the export. There's a muted track when there shouldn't be. Okay, good to know. Thanks, guys. Um, this has been a pretty good podcast so far, I think. I've I've felt some extra pressure since I've I've realized like like there's people I know personally like locally who watch my show, and I immediately. I'm like, fucking hell, like, I, you know, I waste a lot of time not being funny on my podcast. I'm like, I got to fucking, if I'm on camera, I got to fucking bring it and try to keep everyone entertained, you know? So not that it should be any different, whether, you know, I'm talking to somebody local or like, I mean, I want to entertain you guys just as much, obviously, but it's just like that, like that immediacy of like somebody, you know, personally is watching you on camera and it's like, fuck, I got to. I hope I better be putting on a good show. You know what I mean? How is your coffee? It's cold. But whatever, I don't I don't mind. Keeps me awake. Dude, that's a good thing. All right, relax. Just chill out, dude. Uh, what were we talking about? Um, I wrote some jokes. I wrote some terrible jokes. Um, what did I write down? Just kind of like point form notes, things that I thought were funny. Um, oh yeah. Um, I was... I was talking about Robin Williams with some friends. And um uh I saw the trailer for that movie Wendy and like this is like a new pan it's another pan movie. And I was wondering if they were going to do like CGI Robin Williams. CGI Robin Williams in Wendy they didn't do that thankfully um and there were t we were talking more about Robin Williams and we were talking about how like um you have most people have this idea of Robin Williams as like the jolly comic relief right who's like really magnetic and funny but then he also did a movie called one hour photo that's <laughs> really creepy and I think it's great, but I was saying like, if if somebody's a a huge Robin Williams fan, I like to, I like to uh, say like, without mentioning what it's about, be like, oh, you love Robin Williams, you should watch One Hour Photo. That's a great movie, <laughs> and it is. But like, it's he plays such a creepy dude in that movie, and like, if if you're like. 
if you're if you're watching that movie thinking expecting like Aladdin or Patch Adams or you know just something really lighthearted and funny, then One Hour Photo is not the the movie to watch. If you loved Aladdin, you're gonna love One Hour Photo. I like it when um, actors or comedic actors do dramatic roles. I think if you can do comedy, you can do drama, but not necessarily the other way around. You hear you hear that a lot. Be, being funny is hard. And um, if you know how to be funny, you can do a lot of other things, I think. It's a wide... In, to be truly funny, I think you need to have a wide you know, emotional intelligence or not, not intelligence, but just like, hmm. I don't know how to phrase it, but just like a talent for reading and recognizing emotion and how people are feeling and how to properly navigate certain touchy subjects and comedy requires a lot of all that and if you can do that well i think you can do anything well anyway um god that was lame i shouldn't have even brought that up it was just like one i had that if you loved aladdin you were gonna love one hour photo i had that written down as like they're gonna love that that'll be funny but then there's not enough meat on it to like i shouldn't have even bothered uh, I got another one about I read this article about a I don't know if any of you guys heard about this but a Muslim man killed a Jewish woman because she was Jewish I think cited verses from the Quran as he as he killed her or beat her and she died and then he went to court and he was cleared of all charges because he was Muslim or something. And I heard about that. And I think, can you imagine how that went down in court? I imagine a courtroom scene where like the judge is like this outrageous Italian anti-Semitic stereotype where like, the Muslim is like, I'm guilt. I plead guilty, Your Honor. And like, yeah, I killed this Jewish woman. And then the judge would be like, Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. You telling me this woman was a fucking Jew? Is that what you're telling me? Well, let me tell you something. A good Jew is a fucking dead Jew. Case closed. Everybody get out of here. All he is. Somebody give this man a fucking medal. He killed a Jew, you know. That's how I imagined the court. The courtroom. How it went down that day. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> I don't know how exactly what happened. But it was, it was a fucking... I'm joking, obviously. It was a fucked up story, right? I mean, the guy killed a woman. And because of religious choices he got cleared of all charges somehow 
I gotta, I gotta go eat some gabagool. I got no time for this. What are you wasting my time with all these fucking Jew murders for? I gotta, I got gabagool to eat. I got gabagool over there. I gotta sit over here. My gabagool's over there. I wanna go over there. My gabagool, come back here. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta waste time sitting here f f over a murder of a fucking Jew. Gives a fuck. Jews a fucking Jew. <laughs> uh, YouTube doesn't like context. It's a joke, okay? Obviously. I'm not the outrageous thing here. The outrageous thing is a Muslim ban being cleared of murder when he clearly killed somebody. Anyway, what other great shit has been happening in the world? Another terrible joke that didn't land. What other terrible jokes do I have here? CGI Robin Williams did that one already. That was fucking gold. Um... Amazon self-starter douchebags. You know these people? You see them on ads on Facebook. And uh, they, don't, they don't have any unique product. They just have this scheme of like taking other people's products on Amazon, slapping their own label on it and reselling it. And somehow these guys make a fucking fortune. But it's like... What's the aim here? Is it just making money and you're not bringing anything of unique value into the world? You're just looking to make a buck. I mean, we all are. I am. But I'm making cool shit at least. And they're all the fucking same with like their stupid video where like it starts off in the lobby of their high rise building, apartment building. And they've got their big fucking bullshit watch on, you know, to impress the ladies. And then uh, they're, you know, they're on the first floor and they're talking to the camera. They're like, hey, what's up, guys? I'm a, I made a fortune on Amazon and I'm going to show you how you can do the same thing. It takes discipline. I woke up at four this morning. I, I've uh, went to the gym. I've showered. They, they always mention those two. I went to the gym and I showered. And I'm, I'm clean cut and I've got this big bullshit watch on and a trendy cool fucking haircut. And I'm here in the lobby of my building so we can go. I can give you some exposition as we ride up the elevator to my high rise apartment with an amazing fucking view. And then I'm going to take a picture of myself next to my view with the view in the background through my giant ass windows as I sit in my trendy like... Um, what do you call it? Like Zen style furniture or it's like postmodern furniture, I guess. Like, f you know, style over function and form where it just looks uncomfortable. And then, you know, they they're holding a fucking glass of wine in their hand. Oh, I hate those people. It wouldn't be so bad if they're actually making something like contributing something creative you know where it's just like no nobody could make this except that person you know 
That's what not, like our being the chief is to me. You know, you're like no nobody could make that show except me. Given how stupid it is, whatever. You know, it's at least unique. I think. Is he still going on about postmodernism? You know what I mean about postmodernism. Front, oh, he's just fucking trolling me. Anyway, fuck. Yeah, that was dynamite material. What else? What other fucking dog shit do we have here? Um, socialism? No, fuck that. Um, how many socialists do we have in the chat here? I don't care if you're socialist, whatever, but I'm actually curious. Is there anyone here who's like full on socialist or Marxist or maybe democratic socialist on a more mild level? Any Bernie supporters? AOC supporters. I think AOC says some dumb shit, but um I like Bernie because he'll he'll come on to people's shows to talk about his ideas. For fuck's sake, politics again. Yes, that's right. Well, I'm seeing this wa this wave of socialism. It's just so fucking strong right now. And I'm just like, where did this come from? And it just like, I don't know. It seemed really interesting to me. And how like, I, I, I watched this. I looked at this conversation on my feed, my Facebook feed. And like... This guy was shitting on capitalism, which is fine because capitalism's got a lot of fucking flaws too. It's by no means a perfect system. But this guy was saying like, you know, I'm a business owner. I pay my employees really well. Um, I look after them. Um, I have, I, you know, I take on a lot of risk and, uh, you know, um, I could pay them less, but I don't because I choose to treat my employees well. And I feel like if I do that, I'll productivity will go up in, as a result of that and it did to this guy that hated that was shitting on capitalism relentlessly it didn't matter to him that this guy was running a business ethically because he was saying like by participating in capitalism you are uh you are participating in a system of exploitation and no matter no matter how well you treat your employees it's still fundamentally exploitation and uh wouldn't give the guy a break and I, I argued with him a while because he, he was a democratic socialist and I was arguing for the, the benefits of capitalism and that due to those ideas we're like the global the global poverty rate is at an all-time low like it does generate wealth I mean the the a lot of money tends to float to the very top but you know it's I think socialists and Marxists, they believe that the, um, I mean, it's, it's the Marxist belief that 
greed is shaped by economic forces rather than from within. And what I think those people don't realize is that greed is always going to be a problem regardless of the economic system. And just because you you want to you propose a system that flattens that hierarchy doesn't mean the hierarchy isn't going to manifest itself in some way anyway. You know. And um what I had written here with socialism was Jim Carrey. I think he was on like Bill Maher or something. And he was saying like we need socialism and we we need it now. And that was like right after he he put up his fucking Nike shoes up on the table in front of him, showing off his new sneakers that he got. And after a lifetime of of prop profiting off of capitalism throughout his career because he's a huge actor but then all of a sudden as his career ends then he's like then he wants to bring in all of a sudden he has a problem with capitalism and he wants to bring in socialism it's like hmm hmm it made me hmm you guys i couldn't help it hmm so you know I think uh, a lot of people are just so intent on shitting on capitalism and giving it no credit. But uh, I think uh, it's it must have been of some good if the global poverty rate is at record lows. Like it's it's never been this good throughout history. So, you know, maybe it's of some mild benefit, perhaps. Why don't we at least just give it that? I don't know. God, that was a fucking bad idea. Let's just, let's not do politics ever again. Fuck it. It's lame. It's lame and stupid and gay. Um, teachers racializing science, sciences. Oh, yeah, one of my teacher friends... He's like one of my uh, friends who's a teacher. He like he teaches like he's in the sciences, right? But he's he he has to deal with this political correctness from like the higher ups, where they're telling him that he needs to racialize his curriculum or his courses. You know what I mean by that? So like, say if there's like if there's a math problem and your students were like like uh from the Yukon territory or whatever then you would have to write the question in like a patronizing way where like the names of people in the in the example question are like n native names and like like Nanook has to go to his igloo if he can only move right or up or down like, how many moves does it take for... You know what I mean? And it's just, like... It's just pandering. Like, do you expect this to go down well? Like, if I'm a native kid and I read a question like that, I would just be like, what the fuck, man? What are you trying to, like... You know... I, I would just see that as condescending, pandering. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't read a question like that and feel, like, welcomed into society on some level where, like, I've... You know, I'm home kind of thing. I just think that's stupid. 
was that a junk another joke not really i just thought it was funny jim carrey with his fucking nike shoes complaining about socialism after a lifetime of benefit benefiting from capitalism but anyway uh back to the racializing sciences thing yeah that was just another thing i had written down that i thought was stupid See, I have a bunch of things written down, but like, there's, I can't, I don't really know. They're so brief, and then I don't know where to go from there. And so I feel like I'm just lamely segueing quickly from one stupid thing to another here. Um, I gotta, I gotta wait and compile more material on certain subjects before I bring them up. That's the, that's the thing. Kappa, YouTube. That was a good one. We already went over that. Plenty to talk about there. Um, oh, okay. This is a good one. So um, every year I get an email from my dentist. And... Um, I fucking hate going to the dentist. I'm not like afraid of having work on my teeth done. It's just, it's the waiting and it's annoying. And they want you to show up on time. But then when you show up on time, you're waiting there for like a fucking hour, hour and a half. Just for the dentist to come in, to come in, look at your teeth for five minutes and then say, all right, you're good to go. That's it. And it's like, what? That's what I rushed down here for? So I could wait in your fucking office or whatever so I could look at your degrees and be impressed. Like, oh, wow. Look at all these credentials hanging on the wall. Like, that's the idea about uh, behind it, right? It's to make me wait, force me to wait in that room so I have no choice but to look around for something to look at. And then it's like, oh, look at these degrees. Look how smart I am. So I hate going to the dentist. And I always get emails. I always get, I usually visit my mom in, on Christmas. And so I have my dentist appointments are out of town, like where my mom lives. And so they send me an email like a few weeks before my scheduled appointment. And they're like, here's your, uh, here's your appointment. Your point, we made your appointment on this day. They usually put it on a day that doesn't work, but this year it was okay. And they're like, uh, please, please confirm by phone or email. And I think because I have a habit of like not getting back to them to confirm, they wrote this time they wrote it really passive aggressively where they made the text bold and they colored it and they gave it a highlight so it looks like fucking neon and like glaring and bold i think that the text might be slightly bigger too it's like please call to confirm and i read i read that and i just got i got mad it made me like not want to confirm even more <laughs> just to piss that just to piss them off i don't know what it is about me but i saw that and i was just like fuck you confirm confirm my ass and then i wouldn't email them back and then i and then i would go i would just i would show up on the the appointment 
I'd go into the office and then I'd go to the receptionist and they would be like, why didn't you confirm? Uh, we, we told you via email to confirm. And I was just like, oh, sorry, I didn't notice. Maybe next time you could make the text more obvious. <laughs> so then I'll pay attention this time. <laughs> and then just to watch the look on their face like, but I already highlighted it and made it bold and colored. I got a problem with authority, you know? It's like, like if they had just writ written that in regular text, yeah, it would have been easier to overlook, but I probably wouldn't have overlooked it, at least not in this instance when I read it this month. And I would have been more inclined to confirm if the text wasn't like glaring and like made obvious but just because they fucking they do so they so elaborately make it like calling your attention that immediately makes me go no nope, go fuck yourself <laughs> uh it's so it's so stupid i'm such a child but fuck them for keeping me waiting so long I got to be on time. Don't be late. God forbid the fucking dentist is on time. And he only comes in for five minutes. And he uses like the, the fancy names for all the teeth so he can, you know, throw his knowledge around. Try to convince himself that his education was all worth it. Uh, make a note about the left molar or the, the second incisor, would you? Blah, blah, blah. Or like they all have code numbers or something. But they're all more syllables than just saying what. Like just you can phrase it in a layman way, even though it doesn't sound fancy. You can phrase the teeth in a layman way and the nurse will know what you're talking about anyway. So like. What's the fucking point? It's just, you know, people who want to fucking sound smart. They went to. I spent all these years getting this fucking degree. Everybody's going to respect me. Everybody's going to know how smart I am. You know? That's lame. Oh, whatever. That wasn't even that good. There's more dynamite material. Fucking hell. What else we've got here? What other fucking crap? Targeted advertisements online. Oh, yeah, I get a bunch of ads for shit, like, after I buy it. What's that about? It's bad enough that I get f fucking swarmed with advertisements before I buy something. You know, all you have to do is fucking mention it next n remotely near an always-on microphone, like a certain product. And then suspiciously, all of a sudden, you'll see advertisements for that fucking thing everywhere. And it's like, hmm. Makes me go, hmm. I see those ads and I go, hmm, didn't I say that in a what I thought was a private conversation? But no, there's no such thing as privacy anymore. Everything is fucking recorded. Everything is logged by Google and Amazon, and then it's so afraid of letting a single nickel roll out the fucking door that they have to immediately like, oh, did you, you, you mentioned this in a private conversation. Would you perhaps like to get this from this website? But it's even worse after you buy the thing. You're like flooded with the same thing. It's like that's all you see going forward for a few days. And it's like, yeah, I already got it. Thanks, fuckers. 
I'm pronouncing advertisements wrong. What is advertisements? Advertisements? I saw some advertisements today. However I pronounce it is the right way. <laughs> okay? Everything I do is good. Because I'm great. I am so great. I am so great. Anyway, that was awesome. That was just a barrel of fucking laughs. Festival audience, film festival audiences suck. I talked about that already. Oh, yeah. Did you guys see the Prince Andrew interview on BBC? That was fucking hilarious. I was belly laughing through most of that. I know, like, the, the implications of it are horrific. Like, like what whatever he got up to when he was hanging out with Epstein, that's what it was about, right? If, you, if you're not aware, BBC recently interviewed P Prince Andrew, who's a part of the royal family, and he spent a suspicious amount of time with Epstein at his, at his various properties. What did he do there? Hmm, I don't know. Hmm, makes you go, hmm. Anyway, um... For some reason, he thought he could he could be interviewed by this BBC reporter and throw them. Like like people who think they can fake a lie detector test, like they're so convinced, like, oh, fuck it. They won't know. And then they go, they go in and they do the thing and they're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I shouldn't have done this. I'm not laughing at the situation, obviously, but just... The amount of lying, like sheer lying and the fact that it's so obviously, the fact that he's so obviously lying was so funny. It's like 40 minutes of cringe gold. If you like cringe, that's like the, you know, it's like concentrated cringe. So when you, carbon is compressed into a diamond. It's like when you have like just terribleness, terribleness compacted into like this diamond nugget of cringe that's that interview it's like 40 minutes of it super funny anyway this he's the interviewer is just like she had photographic evidence and everything it's just like the picture was of you with your arm around a girl's waist an underage girl at this club and him trying to justify it he was just like Oh, I, I, I think it was it was me. I mean, it must have been me. It's clearly my face, but it wasn't my arm. I don't I don't believe it was my arm around the girl. And the interview's like, I think the interviewer was like, I th well, that I think that that photograph was taken with a fucking like Kodak disposable camera, like on maybe on a reel of film. Because I think it was an old photograph, right? So like it would make sense for it to be taken on an older camera. Like those, it's not as easy to fake as a digital photograph. Still possible, I guess, but why would he say it's like his face, but not his arm? That's so fucking stupid. So it's like, I was in the club. It was my face, but it wasn't my arm. It was someone else's arm. Photoshop. That's like the lamest excuse ever. And then he, he was, the interviewer asked him, like, what were you doing at Epstein's house? He's like, oh, nothing, just having a cup of tea. And <laughs> like, I, I had no idea those other things were going on. It's like, really? 
Not even a suspicion. You didn't hear some suspicious noises from the next room. Like, ooh, what's that? Ooh. None of my business. I'll just keep drinking this tea. Just the one lame excuse after another. Or it's just like, oh my god. How did... How could you possibly think it was a good fucking idea to come on the BBC and do this? And the BBC reporter kept laying it in to like, this is you, right? No. No, no, I don't believe so. Just drank tea in his living room, I guess. I had no idea those things were going on. Oh, okay. Just nobody else did, right? Like Clinton, he didn't. That's what Clinton was doing. He's just going over there to drink tea as well. He was like, he was like, uh, Epstein had a remarkable ability to bring all these people together. It's like, yeah, I wonder why. Hmm. Hmm. Kind of makes you go, hmm. I don't know if you guys saw that if or whether or not you hmmed, but I, I definitely went hmm. Anyway, there you go. The whole world is fucked. The royal family's fucked. And Epstein didn't kill himself. You know? Uh, Alright, there's Prince Andrew. What else we got here? Uh, tr Trump's Rocky photo. People made a big stink about Trump tweeting a picture of himself. Hit with his face on, like, Rocky's body. And everyone, like, a you know, people on the left were fucking crying, being like, how could a president do this? This is so immature. And, like, you know, they, they have to pretend that they don't have a fucking sense of humor just because they hate Trump so much and they want to impeach him. And, and it's like, dude, it's obviously a joke. And then there's some, like, left-wing publication reported on it, and they were like, um, uh, we, we asked the Trump administration about this photo and they insist that it wasn't doctored. And it's like, they were joking. It's obviously fucking doctored. Are you kidding? Don't be so fucking humorless. Come on. Uh, it's, it's actually fake. You can tell by the pixels. You can tell by the pixels. I don't know if you guys knew this. I don't know if you guys knew this or not, you guys, but that Trump photograph of him, his face on Rocky's body, that was actually fake. Did you know that? Anyway, that was fucking dumb. I thought it was funny. I laughed. Why can't the president tweet jokes? I don't understand. Like, I get that it's, he's, he's not a presidential dude. Like, he doesn't say or do presidential things. But, like, can a president not make a joke on Twitter? Like any president, whether it's Trump or somebody else, like what's wrong with cracking a joke? Fuck. Anyway, fucking hell. Uh, robot phone scammers. That's not that interesting. It's funny when people fall for it, though. You know, and they you you get a 
you get a call or like a voicemail and you listen to it and it's like a robot and it's saying like, this is the police. If you don't come to the station right now, we will fine you or arrest you. And it's like, some people, they hear that and they panic. They're like, oh shit, what is what did I do? What does the police want with me? It's like, dude, if the police want to arrest you, they'll come to your fucking house. They're not going to phone your ass. Uh, Hello? Could you please... You're under arrest, but we don't really want to come down there. Do you mind just coming by to the station whenever you feel like it? Oh, no, you're still covered in your, your spouse's blood, but you, you, you don't want to come down to the station with a bloody shirt? I understand. You got to do laundry. Well, you know, whenever it suits you. Just come down to the station whenever you feel like it. Or, you know, or don't come at all. If you want to just stay home, hang out, we're not going to come get you. So, you know, you, could, you can just have gotten away with it and stay home if you want. Yeah, whatever. Whatever suits you. But we, we will arrest you if you come down, but by no means. By, but no, ob- don't feel obligated or anything. It's fucking stupid. The police don't work like that. Don't fall for that shit. It's dumb. Dumb, dumb, dumb. Um. Oh, yeah. It's, I got this little bit about here about... There's this, you know, this trope where women like men who can cook and it's like it's not a it's like women who women think men who can cook are like super hot for some reason but it's not really about cooking or or the gender either people are just fucking lazy you know what I mean like when a woman sees a man who can cook, they're not thinking, oh, that's so hot, he can cook. She's thinking, oh, I don't have to cook, thank God. Maybe I'll just marry this guy so I don't have to cook ever. But but then it's not a gender thing either because you can flip that around. And a man can look at a woman it's like, oh, she knows how to cook, thank God, that means I don't have to. People are just fucking lazy, you know? It's not the, It's not about the ability to cook that's attractive. It's just, I don't have to do the thing. They can just fucking do it. Anyway, that was that was more terrific material. What else? Oh yeah, and late show cringe. So all the late shows are terrible. But whatever. That's all I have there. <laughs> it's, it's not even anything. Uh, I'll go through through my brief notes. What else do I have here? Oh, I watched uh Theo Vaughn and Ethan Klein talking about Bill Burr and how they both interviewed them and they were both complaining about him a little bit. Did you guys hear about that? So Theo Vaughn had Bill Burr on and it was, it got kind of weirdly, if not heated, at the very least like awkward. And then the same thing on Ethan Klein's podcast too. And it's like, uh, it was interesting hearing them like get together and talk about that experience, but I felt it was it came off as a little whiny. You know? I think he's like uh Bill Burr is just a prickly guy, I think, you know, and I think and then I'm not shitting on him. I think you you have to be to have that kind of sense of humor and the success in stand up comedy that he has. And it's like, you know, you, you take him for what he is and, you know, 
if you bring him in for a conversation, you have to expect to bust your balls a little bit. And uh, I feel like they're both like sensitive, emotional guys, and they weren't expecting it. And when it happened, they got upset, and then they were. And then, like, Ethan Klein is talking about how he went into therapy after his Bill Burr interview. I was like, oh, shit. Like, I kind of get how he would feel like shit after that interview. But, like, I think a bunch of that was his fault. Like, he's... I don't think he's that good at interviewing people. Oh, someone said it in the chat. Ethan has no idea how to interview. However, Bill can be hostile, but it's part of his... Yeah, exactly. Like, he's he's a... He's a spiky pineapple, you know? It's like you you can you can take him in, but he's going to prick you a little bit, you know? It's going to sting. And that's just his personality, you know? And that's the toll of, like, his comedic abilities, you know? And, you know, obviously he's going to, like, if he sees a, a weakness in you or an opening or a vulnerability or you interrupt, you know, irritate him in some way... He's in front of the camera, right? And he's playing for an audience. So obviously he's going to jump on that and he's going to try and extract some comedic value out of it. And, you know, watching a podcast that gets at least a little somewhat heated can be really funny. But, uh, yeah, I don't... Anyway, I, I still... I really like Theo Vaughn. I think he's great. I'm not, I'm not sure how I feel about Ethan Klein anymore. I, I used to really like uh, him and his, his videos, his podcast, not so much, but I listen to it now and then. But um, ever since he, th like, was shitting on PewDiePie and, like, you know, he would have, like, an SJW stance on things all of a sudden without knowing that much about them. I mean, I know I'm the last person to be talking about uneducated fucking opinions, but I think he takes it to a bit of a another level. And, um, yeah, just, I I'm not inclined to watch his content much anymore, but, you know, I, th I still think he's, you know, he's got his, he's got a good heart fundamentally and I like his wife. I think she's cool and they have like a kid now. So like, you know, congrats to them. I'm happy for them, but the, it was the, the PewDiePie thing really threw me off him. Like he said the N-word accidentally and then Ethan was like shitting on him. Even though Ethan was guilty of the exact same thing. In fact, his usage of the N-word in the past was even worse. And it was just unapologetic. And like, and if he wants to say that word, like I don't give a shit, fine, whatever. But like the fact that he then shat on PewDiePie for doing the same thing, not only the same thing, but a milder version. It's just like, dude, what are you doing? This is like, I don't know, just so influenced by the the direction the political winds are blowing that you're willing to throw people in your community under the bus for your own your own benefit, virtue signaling. Look how progressive I am because I know this word is a problem, and anyone who says it should be killed. Anyway, whatever. What else do I got here? Um, the Juman, the new Jumanji movies are fucking stupid. And why does it have to be a video game? 
I thought it worked worked great as a board game, but now like f- because technology or something, Jumanji now has to be like an old video game. It's not even like a modern console. It's like a dusty old fucking ColecoVision. Like, what's the point? Why don't you just keep it a board game if you're going to go in, like, the old-fashioned direction? But And then they do this weird Avatar thing. Like, it was different in Robin Williams' Jumanji in the 90s because, like, there was kids' version, kid versions of the characters and adult versions of the characters, right? But in the new Jumanji movies, you've got, like, you've got two separate adult actors playing singular characters cuz like there's there's the person they are in the world the real world and then the same character in the Jumanji game but they have an avatar and that avatar is either like the rock or like Jack Black or I can't remember the Kevin Hart he's one of them and then the the woman I can't remember her name but I think that's a terrible idea Cause like obviously you're gonna have like a f- the first half of the f- act one or the whole of act one outside the game where you get to know the characters right the the adults in the real world and then they get sucked into the game for some stupid reason and then they're the same people but they have like these different avatars of the Rock and Jack Black but because they're different adult because they're both because they're adults on both ends. It's like they're different characters. And so then it's like you're following a new cast of characters almost in the second act or whenever that jumps into the game, right? And then, you know, the second act progresses. There's a climax, presumably, and then they get sucked back out of the game and then you're back with the real people. But then it feels like the story didn't happen to them. It feels like you're just looking at... It feels like the story happened to the characters in the game and the people outside the game are completely detached and i'm just like i don't care about these people like i if i care about anybody it's the people in the game but it's it I mean it's hard to care about them on their own for some level because they're video game characters who don't who don't respond to pain in the same way as people would in the real world because it's a video game like it's such a flawed premise and it didn't have to be I mean, you can reboot Jumanji and keep it a board game and not have this stupid fucking Avatar thing. But maybe it's funny. I don't know. I haven't seen the new Jumanji movies. I mean, there's been one already, right? And then there's a second one. Like, Jumanji The Next Level. And it's like... Yeah, I haven't seen them. But, you know, maybe they have some good gags. I mean, from the trailer, it doesn't look that great, but... Maybe there's a few nose laughs here and there, but and I like The Rock, I like Kevin Hart, I like Jack Black, but it just I think the script sucks. I think the idea is stupid, and it was done way better in the '90s. Jumanji from the '90s is a great movie. I love it. Anyway, that's my thoughts on Jumanji. Um, oh yeah, I saw that trailer for the movie Invisible in The Invisible Man. And I was thinking this movie should be renamed to The Patriarchy. <laughs> Where it's just about like a, a toxic invisible man that goes around terrorizing all women. How funny would that be? I thought that was a great great idea. And it stars that woman who's like She's in all the SJWE 
you know, anything that's remotely feminist, she's in it. You know, she's the like the lead in The Handmaid's Tale. And, you know, if there's anything that's considered even remotely sexist, you immediately see protesters dressing up in The Handmaid's Tale outfits. Here we go. Oh, it's so bad. Oh, look, he's going into a topic that he came up, wrote down, and he thinks is interesting. God forbid he talks about what he wants. Who gives a fuck? It was only a brief mention anyway. That was all I that was that was all I wanted to say on it was just the name. Anyway, whatever. I'll fucking move on since it's clearly a problem. Uh what else? What other fucking horse shit? Um there's a movie that people wanted banned here about abortion, but that's a whole fucking more politics. Why don't we just fucking ignore that? What are you talking about, John? What do you mean, what am I talking about? Oh, whatever. Getting too riled up about the chat. Just ignore it. All right, I'm losing a lot of steam here. This started strong, and I feel like this is starting to suck now. So why don't we move on to actually? We'll we'll do any super chats that have that have come in, any new ones, and then we'll do the bingo, and then we'll call it a night. Okay, I haven't forgotten. Don't worry. All right, let's look at uh, let's look at the chats. What do we got here? Uh, pardon me. Uh, Brandon Vancour says, John, I'm an hour into a 50 milligram gummy. I think I'm going to die. Oh, shit. You're talking about a, an edible, right? Marijuana. Yeah, you're probably going to die. I'm kidding. You'll be fine. Just don't panic. Don't be like don't be like me and breathe too much or too little and then throw yourself into a full blown attack. That's not good. Just keep your breathing regular. Don't freak out about it. Thanks, Brandon. Um, Vanderick says, Congrats on finally killing yourself. The new episode was great. Oh, thanks. And thanks for spoiling it. For anybody who might not have seen it, everybody here's probably seen it, but come on, guys, you have to spoil every fucking thing. I said this in my last podcast. Nobody cares. Nobody cares what I have to say about anything. <laughs> That's why everyone's watching me, right? Nobody cares about what I have to say. You're all taking notes. What does John think? What are your thoughts on postmodernism? Can you tell us about the duality of man, John? Thanks, Vanderick. I'm glad you liked the episode. I worked really hard on it, okay, you guys? That means you have to like it. Anyway, working on episode 15. That's coming. 
Thanks, dude. Lil Aotero. How the fuck do you say that? Lil Aoteroa? Lil Lil Aotiroa? Aotiroa. Lil Aotiroa. Jesus Christ. Would you go on Mahler and Rag's EFAP podcast? Is this the furry thing again? No. Yif and hell, furfags. Fucking furries. I'm just kidding. I don't have anything against furries, but it's definitely not for me. New episode was sick, John. Seriously. Oh, thanks, dude. Indeed, it was a it was one of the top 10 saddest anime deaths. That's that's for sure. Uh what else we got here? Thanks Lil out oh my god. Aotiroa. Um much appreciated. Royal Raptor says socialism is for figs. Oh yeah. It's Crowder's shirt that I guess he doesn't sell anymore cuz it's it's totally not okay. Whatever, he's playing with fire there. I wouldn't sell a shirt like that. Although I think that back then like I was apprehensive about the idea because I actually thought it said the F word with an A rather than figs. Like if it says figs, I mean, whatever. It's obviously a joke, but <clears throat> even then I, I wouldn't risk my account or whatever by selling a shirt like that. I mean, I, freedom of speech. Yeah, I get it. But like, and I'm anti-censorship, but you know, you pick your battles, you know, and it's like you want to play with fire. Like, like, there's a consequence to playing with fire. You get burned. Like, I don't know. Fuck. I think you should be able to sell that shirt, but like, I can't say I'm surprised that he got into trouble over it. Uh, Royal Raptor also says, I've lied the same way he has, making up a story and pausing to think as if you're trying to remember, but you're really just trying to cover it up. I've lied the same way he has, making up a story and pausing to think. Oh, yeah, you're talking about uh, Prince Andrew, right? Yeah. Oh, my God, that was so funny. It's on YouTube. You can watch it on YouTube. It's hilarious. I mean, not. I mean, people got hurt, young girls and the trafficking. It's all fucking horrible. But just the just the sheer lying, the fact that it's so obvious and the amount of lying for just across that period of time, it's just ridiculous. Anyway, Royal Raptor. It wasn't me because I didn't sweat then. Oh, yeah, that was one of his excuses. He didn't sweat. Like, you, in the photograph... Like, he was, like, you know, perspiring in the photo that was taken of him in this fucking club. Because he's dancing, getting his groove on in this club, holding this girl. And got sweat all over his face. And then, but he tried to say, like, well, I, I don't sweat. So that definitely wasn't me. It couldn't have been me. It's scientifically impossible. It's like, hmm. Hmm. I don't know, Prince Andrew. Hmm. 
kind of makes me go, hmm. Uh, thanks, Royal Raptor. Uh, Tyler the Defiler. It sounds like a wrestler name or something. What are your thoughts on Death Stranding? Oh, well, I talked about this already a couple times, but I watched... The other day I watched a video game Donkey's video on it. And I was pretty lenient with Death Stranding beforehand, but then I saw that video, I'm like, uh, that looks pretty rough, you know? Like the the traversing the terrain and the character animation isn't nearly as sophisticated as I thought it was, or it seemed to be in the trailers and the promotional material. But that that's the good thing about Donkey's videos is that he shows you like the nitty gritty in terms of like gameplay where like he shows you all the fuck ups, like all the things that can go wrong gameplay wise, you know? So like it, in his video, he has all these clips of like the character you play as in death stranding. What's his name? Norman Reedus. So he's controlling that character and he's navigating terrain that, that is particularly steep. And, I was really unimpressed with the way the character model navigates that terrain. I mean, there is no special kind of navigation for navigating steep terrain in that game, it looks like. It just looks like it gets really glitchy when you attempt to ascend a really steep incline, whether it's on foot or in a vehicle. And, you know, I'm watching him drive vehicles around, and it's so easy to, like, bump into shit. And, like, there's so much shit. Like, if you hit a rock, like, you stop dead in your tracks. And, like... When you walk up a steep incline in Death Stranding, there's like no, there's no dynamic animation that kind of lets you navigate the terrain or even make, there's no effort to like make the character animation look good when you're traversing steep terrain. It just, it's got that kind of like, you know, if you have, you're, have a video game character and you're standing on an incline but like the base shadow of your character is like it's like projected in midair as if you know when it should be cast on the terrain itself it's just kind of hovering like that and like like the character's feet they don't compensate in height individually to to mirror what terrain you're on they just so you have just basically one foot on the terrain and the other one's just like floating out into nowhere it's like that running up hills in Death Stranding and I'm just like fucking hell really like I thought this is what all the tech went into was like terrain traversal I mean that's all the game is is walking around from point A to B but you have all these like this you know these primitive animations when you're going across difficult terrain I'm just like I thought that was the whole point was to make the experience of navigating the terrain dynamic in a way that video games haven't done before. But it, I got to say, Death Stranding really doesn't look anything special. The only reason I'm compelled by it now is just like the story of it. And I like all the, I like the cast. Their performances are probably pretty good, even though the actors don't really have a fucking clue what they're doing. The performances are probably pretty good. And I'm interested in the story, but it's probably a mess. And I've, I've, I've finally come to the decision that, like, maybe it's not a good idea for Kojima to have complete free reign over his projects. And I think, I think he's a genius, but I think he needs somebody to, like, rein him in.
you know he's like george lucas he needs somebody around him to say no george you know let's not do that let's do this instead let's take the good from your idea but let's do it this way somebody like that but with you know kojima form your own opinion yeah i i know but I'm just saying, I saw the gameplay for myself in Donkey's videos, and I just I have to say I wasn't impressed because I think the the you know the trailers and the promotional material they leave out a lot of unflattering gameplay that that as a matter of fact is there when you're actually playing it, according to that video that that I saw from Donkey. And you know, if if I play the video game, I'm gonna encounter those same things more than likely. But you're right, I should. I still want to play it myself, but I'm tempted to just, I'm tempted to not pay full price for it just because it doesn't, the game doesn't really, isn't really grabbing me. You know what I mean? Like, like I was really counting on really like hyper sophisticated character animation, like going over really complicated terrain, but it doesn't look like it even has that. So I'm just like, what, why, what is the hook here? I'm not seeing it. Anyway, that's my thoughts on that. All right. Okay. Thanks, Tyler. Decimator Omega says, RIP Job Graham. He hated his fans. Every single one of them. Why can't they just drop dead? I'm, I'm kidding, of course. Thanks, Decimator Omega. Jay Hecker says, use this money to bang hookers. While listening to Satchmo by Mark Lewis. <laughs> uh, was that in American Psycho? Was that a scene in that movie? I think I'm mixing up Mark Lewis with Jerry Lewis in the news. Um, bang hookers. That's not respecting Whammon. How dare you? You must respect Whammon. Uh, thank you, Jay. What else do we have here? Hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Oh, we got a new Streamlabs thing here. Scott Jackson 117 says, Any advice on what to do when burned out? Been trying to do my illustration work, but because of my day job, I get too tired to do anything anymore. I've got lots of ideas, but I just feel kind of dead. Cheers, man. Hmm. Well, that's, I mean, you've got a day job, and that's tough. I mean, when I, when I was working shifts of just, like, because I, I was, for, I still am, but I was, taking work with a I was I'm signed up with a temp agency and so whenever I want to take like a shift like doing labor work or whatever like I'll I used I did that for a little while I took a few shifts and it's fucking backbreaking work and then when I got home at the end of the day the last thing I wanted to do was write or do anything creative you know I just wanted to go straight to fucking bed because I was my whole body was sore and I was just exhausted so like yeah I get it. I mean it's if you have a day job it's hard to ha maintain energy, you know, to like cuz it's it is very taxing 
doing creative work, even even if it's not hard labor. It's uh, writing and editing. It's all time consuming and mentally taxing. And I don't envy your position, dude. I'm lucky that I was able to monetize through, you know, Patreon and YouTube and all that. But like I, I spent time I've spent time building an audience since like 2006. So, I mean, I've got that at least that's been, uh, I'm really proud of the audience I've kind of pulled together throughout the years, you know, just making the content that I think is cool. But, uh, Oh, people complaining about the bit rate. I have it uh, set to like automatically adjust based on, internet connections or YouTube settings or whatever. So yeah, you might see it dip, but uh, you guys can still hear me, right? If you just refresh it, it'll probably be fine. Uh, anyway, Royal Raptor. Um, I don't know. It's, it's hard. I'm trying to think of advice that I, I can give you, but... Um, there's not really getting, there's not any getting around. Like if you're doing your day job and you're fucking tired when you come home, nothing I say is going to do anything about that. You know, my only suggestion is to find, is to pursue a career, a line of work that involves what it is you like doing, what it is you're good at, or at the very least something that's less physically draining. So at least when you get home, you have some energy to spend on, you, you know, your own projects, your illustrations and stuff. You should start a Patreon or something. Like if, if people like your drawings or like, do you do commissions or, you know, maybe you could like draw pictures for people like locally or I don't know, like over the web. If you have a website, you could sell your art or something. Get on social media or, you know, get a YouTube channel, promote your work. Instagram, I think a lot of artists are on there showing off their work. Get a deviant art account or something. I don't know. But isn't that all furries now? <laughs> I don't fucking know. I don't know. Okay. Okay. It's a tough fucking world. And if you get if you get paid to do what you like to do in this world, you're really fucking lucky. And I get paid to do what I like to do. And I the luck that I have been blessed with is not lost on me. I'm very grateful for the position I'm in. Things can be a lot worse. I have things pretty good. and um, But I, I also worked hard to get here, you know. There is luck involved, but it's not all luck. You got to be lucky and you got to be good at what you do as well. And um, you should network a lot too. And be a good, try to be a good person to people, you know, without expecting anything in return. And I think you'll find that if you, if you do a good thing at no cost to somebody, just for somebody else's benefit, you'll find that in life that'll come back to you in some way, you know, I believe in karma to some, in some way, to some degree. If you do good in the world, you'll receive good back. You know? I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know. 
I don't have all the answers, you guys. I know you want them. I want them too. I want all the answers. I want to know why I'm here. I want to know what the point is to everything. I don't know. I don't have the answers. I'm just as confused as the rest of you. Hopelessly confused. But we're all hopelessly confused together. That's that's the thing that, that you need to let keep you sane. We're all in this mess together. Oh, boy. How come your old streams with your roommates are down? Also talk about Tesla's Cybertruck. Um, I deleted old older stuff that either I thought was lame or um, I might have private I not privatized but like made it for patrons because it's like it fits in a category of like because I have a tier on Patreon for like bonus content and that's like certain video game streams or like certain Q&A's I don't know or if I'm doing some particular activity on my computer and uh, yeah, it might have gone into one of those categories for patrons only. So it's been made unlisted. But if you're a Patreon supporter, you have the, the link there. But um, all my podcasts are public. Like the streams are public. And when I put them out, those are public. Um, but there, yeah, there's certain videos that might be for supporters only. Um. And Tes uh, Tesla's Cybertruck thing, I already talked about that. I talked about that last time. Didn't I? I'm pretty sure I did. Maybe I didn't. I can't fucking remember now. I mean, I think it's pretty cool, but like... The demonstration obviously famously didn't go so well because the windows broke when they shouldn't have. And like, I just think, that, yeah, they fucked up. Like... Whatever, they'll they'll go back and fix it before it goes on the market, presumably. And apparently they, they tried breaking the glass under, you know, in their lab or whatever, under a con in a controlled environment, and they tried breaking the glass and they couldn't. But for some reason, that model that they brought out on that stage, they smashed the windows and they, they broke when they weren't supposed to. They're supposed to be shatterproof. And it's, you know, people are shitting on Tesla and Elon. But, like, I'm just like, some people fuck up sometimes. And they're probably going to go fix it. So, I mean, I, th I thought the, the bulletproof sh casing was impressive. I mean, it's not, I don't think it's completely, it's not completely invulnerable to every, every ballistic type. But um, the vehicle is completely immune to 9mm rounds, which I thought was really really cool um i didn't like the shape of it it looks like a halo warthog or something <laughs> like a even like l with even less polygons it looks like a real really low poly video game car but i don't know maybe maybe this the flatness of of the sides of the vehicle have something to do with like the material the bulletproof material that's used maybe there's something about that material that it can't be bended into curves to allow for a more elegant vehicle design. I'm not sure how it works, but 
It was surprisingly affordable. Like, what are they, what, $30,000, $40,000 for the, the new Cybertruck? You know, fully electric, bulletproof. Presumably, they'll fix the windows. I like how the window is their biggest concern. Also, I like how everyone thinks that every car is bulletproof. <laughs> oh, yeah. In movies, yeah, every car is bulletproof. All you have to do is uh, take cover behind, like, an open car door, and you're completely immune to bullets. Apparently. Pretty sure that's not how it works. Anyway, that's what I think of the Cybertruck. And thank you, Scott Jackson. I forgot to mention you there at the end, I think. Uh, anything else? Decimator Omega says, John Satchmo by Mark Lewis was in Arby and the Chief Endgame. Ah, yes, I know what you're talking about. Actually, I, I can't hear it in my head. I don't know the melody, but I know that I used a track with that name in the episode now that I think about it. So I know what you're talking about now. Thanks, Decimator. And Baked Seal says, just wanted to say episode 14 was sick as fuck. Thanks for Arbing the Chief. Hey, you're welcome. Thank you. Really, thank you so much for uh, for saying you liked episode 14. Um, I really like hearing your guys' opinions on it, and it makes me feel really good to know that my time wasn't wasted and you guys really enjoyed it. And um, I have no intention of letting things ramp down from here. It only gets more intense going forward. So episode 15, 16, and then 17, and then that'll be it. And it's going to be, it's going to go, the tension is just going to keep going up and up and up. So I hope you guys are excited for that. All right. Should we do, let's do bingo. Let's move on to bingo. Um, so I got this bingo card here let's see how i did throughout the podcast let's see how many squares i fill up uh the guy who made the bingo card i don't want to say your name in case you don't want the attention maybe you do but uh if you are here let me know in the chat i'm curious anyway uh let's move over to activity mode Look at that. This is such a professional show. Um, look at my, I'm properly framed and everything. This is great. I'm such a fucking genius. Wow. What a great show. Uh, the See Me After Class bingo card. All right. So let's see how I did this episode. Uh, let's let's uh, do these. How should we do these? Let's do, let's call the, the columns A, B, C, D, and let's call the rows 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, okay? A1, John mentions the duality of man. Well, that's a check. You got me there. Um, how do we mark these? Maybe I can do like a highlight. Hang on. Okay, so that's highlighted. So we, f we filled that one in. 
don't bingo cards have a free one in the middle? Yeah, you're right, but whatever. He didn't put one in clearly, so we're this is we're stuck with this, okay? Uh Pardon me. John mentions his anxiety, depression, or just generally what a wreck of a human being he is. Um Did I I might have briefly this episode, but I think I I did a relatively good job of straying from that this episode. But maybe I did. What do you guys think? Should I fill that square in or are you going to let me have a pass on that one? I'll leave it up to you guys. If you guys think I should fill that square, let me know and I'll I'll obey the rules. But I might lose. I might lose the game if I fill in this this square. Yes. Oh, yeah? God damn it. All right, enough. Yes. I get the message. I'll fill in the square. Fine. Here we go. A3. John asks, who fucking gives a shit or any variation of it? <laughs> well, that's fucking vague. What's a variation of that? Where, where's the line drawn on the variation? I probably did say who fucking gives a shit, though. All right, fine. I'll fill in that one too. Oh, I'm not doing too good. I might lose the game, you guys. John says he hoped for the stream to be funnier. Now, I think I get a pass on this one. I know I've said that in the past, but this episode, I think I managed to be pretty entertaining. And I acknowledge the fact that this was a, a relatively f more fun episode. I'm gonna I'm gonna give myself a pass on this one, but unless there's overwhelming, uh, uh, you know, contest from you guys, I certainly did. No, I didn't. You guys are fucking full of shit. <laughs> you said it was losing steam. Yeah, but that's not quite the same thing. I acknowledge that the stream was relatively funnier than past streams. You get a pass, but you're on thin ice. Hmm. I'm going to give a pass on that one because I really don't think I deserve that one to be filled. I think I did a pretty good job with this episode. I want to always improve the show in some way, but I think I did, uh, I did a decent job of keeping this entertaining for three fucking hours. Come on, give me a break. Who else do you know that keeps up their energy for three hours? I'm giving us myself a pass on that one. I don't care what you guys say. Um, John does a stereotypical accent. Oh, I did an Italian accent. Okay, I fell in that one. Fuck. I'm losing, you guys. Joe Rogan is mentioned. Did I mention Rogan? Did I talk about Joe Rogan this episode? I don't think I did. <clears throat> Mahler on EFAP did a 32-hour. A 32-hour stream? Pretty sure you have to be on cocaine to make that entertaining. 
Joe, I don't think I mentioned Rogan. I'm gonna leave a. I'm gonna pass on that one. Wow, he didn't mention Rogan for a whole episode. What a miracle! Super chat from Kirkland Signature. This is we're on to the bees now. Uh, Kirk isn't here today. I don't think. So no, we're gonna leave that blank. John receives a genuinely positive and heartfelt message from a fan wishing him well in a super chat, to which John responds with a generic and emotionless, cool man, thanks a lot, appreciate the support. <laughs> uh, I don't think my, all my responses have been generic and emotionless. When someone sends me something, I am genuinely appreciative of it, so I don't think it's fair to say that I've ever been emotionless over that. I mean, maybe if it's like a re like a repeat chatter who keeps like doing dollar ones and maybe he's like kind of sp like not spamming, but just like his f his, you know, message or whatever is so overly segmented. But but like the last one, I might be like, yeah, cool. Like <laughs> Next one. You 100 percent did mention Joe Rogan when in what context? I'm not throwing out. Maybe I did, but I just, I can't remember in what context I would have brought it up. And if I did, you should be able to tell me what the context was. Whoever made this was genius. <laughs> it's pretty good. I laughed, I have to admit. Hmm. I'm going to I'm going to pass on this one. I think this is bullshit. I don't agree with this one. If someone sends me a message that's genuinely positive and heartfelt, I'm not going to be a fucking asshole and be emotionless. That's not fair. No. I refuse this one. About H3H3 Productions whining about Joe Rogan. No. No. You're so sure of yourself, but no. H3H3 and Theo Vaughn were talking about Bill Burr. Joe Rogan didn't have anything to do with that. Trying to make it seem like I was talking about Joe Rogan when I didn't. My God. What is this world coming to? Shame on you. For shame. I'm just fucking around. Thanks. No worries. Um, what else we got? I know I know a lot of people didn't think so, but I really liked it. I thought it was cool. <laughs> the implication being that I said this in some context or another at some point in the show, which I probably did. I'll I'll give them this one. I know a lot of people didn't think so, but I really liked it. Actually, I don't know. What do you guys think about this one? If I was sure, I would I would mark it, but I'm really I don't know. If you guys think I did this one, I'll you let me know. And um, if the consensus is that I did say this at some point, then I'll fill it out. John destroys the chat with facts.
Oh, yeah, okay. You know, I was thinking about this in the context of, like, content that I made, whether it was Arby and the Chief or a podcast, but I realized that it doesn't have to be that. It can be about anything. And, indeed, I did say this about The Last Jedi, so fine. I'll fucking mark it. There we go. God damn it. Still in the game, though. Still haven't lost the game. John goes to the bathroom. Oh, well, fucking walked right into that one. I pissed right into that one. John explains himself in far more detail than is necessary. Okay, well, yeah, I'll give you that one as well. That's pretty much a given in any one of my fucking terrible podcasts. Fine. John says he has no idea what the fuck he's talking about. Yes, I'm guilty of that one. This guy knows me too well. Makes me uncomfortable. Jordan Peterson is mentioned. I don't think I did this episode. I'm going to leave that one clear. If you guys think otherwise, bring it up in the chat. But I don't think I did. John reacts to different things going on, but with the exact same points he uses to re react to every other thing. <laughs> John reacts to different things going on, but with the exact same points he uses to react to every other thing. Yeah, I think I am guilty of that one, but that's so broad that it's like I can't help be guilty of that one whenever. You know what I mean? Because that's just me. But whatever, I guess that's the game, right? It's just figuring out what all my tropes and my tendencies are. So I'll give you that one. Fine. I think you did. I don't think I did mention Peterson. I know I'm a Peterson fanboy, but I, I don't think I mentioned him this episode. Honor system. Okay? You be honest with me, I'll be honest with you. Whatever, everything is bullshit anyway. <laughs> yep, yeah, I'm guilty of that one. I'll give you that. Am I making sense? I know I say that a lot, but I don't know if I said that this episode. Well, I always say, you know what I mean. So does that count? What are the guidelines for this see me after class bingo card? Send me a 5,000 word essay on the, on the, the specific guidelines of this bingo card. Have it on my desk by tomorrow morning. Yes? Ah, uh, fuck you guys. <laughs> Fine. I'll give it to you guys. Because you know what I mean is basically the same thing. But then you're, you're, these, this is in quotation marks. So does that mean that I have to say this verbatim? You see? There's a bunch of aspects. To, there's a nuance to this. That, that's unclear. If it's in quotations, then I should specifically have to say this exact sentence. But I don't know if I did, but I might have. My memory is so fucking poor. I have the memory of a goldfish. You know what? I'm, I'm going to mark that because I probably did say it. Ugh. Whatever. 
You know what? This doesn't even work diagonally. <laughs> it's like four across, six down. Like, you, how are you supposed to get a diagonal chain on this? So it either has to be all one row or all one column, right? I guess that's how it's going to work. It either has to be a whole row or a whole column. Uh, let here we go. John mistakes an obvious troll comment for a genuine question. I am pr I am probably guilty of this at least in the past. I don't know about this episode again, but you need to make a distinction because sometimes I take a troll comment and I treat it as a genuine question, but I do it deliberately. It's not a mistake, but I make it seem like it's a mistake because. I mine it for comedy, right? Because I can make it funny. So does that count if I do it deliberately? Or does it have to be a mistake? That's the thing, you see? You see? Yes. Oh, well. Are you even listening to me? Don't just say yes. You did once this episode. Oh, fucking hell. Fine. I'll give it to you. All right, last one of this column. The chat roasts John for his hairline. You know, you guys had all this time watching this bingo card and nobody mentions the fact I'm bald to, to at least cover that space. Come on, I expected more from you guys. You're smarter than that. Because I don't think anyone mentioned my bald head this chat this time. Or did they? Maybe they did and I missed it. I mean, the, I'm not going to see the chat all the time. Like, I'm going to miss some things. So, maybe somebody mentioned my bald-ass fucking cue ball head and I missed it. No? Are you guys going to give me a pass on that one? Yeah, they... Nope. And, yeah, they definitely did. Fucking hell. Asking for an opinion from this chat is like having a stroke. For a con for a consensus, anyway. Impossible. Lol, baldy, bald head. Someone did way earlier on. Ah, shit. Fine, I'll give that to you. The row's still not completed anyway, but I'll give it to you. All right. Next row, column. Here we go. C or D1. This is fun, right? We're having fun. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you that one. Fine. I, I remember saying that. Or something like that, but close enough. John states that he considers himself left-leaning, but neglects to mention a single left political viewpoint he holds on anything. <laughs> okay, no. This is bullshit. He here we go. Oh, he's going to talk about politics again. Oh, John, no. Wah. Don't talk about politics. Wah. I didn't bring it up. 
It's this fucking bingo card. I don't have a choice but to get into it now. Sorry. Everybody buckle up. It's politics time. John states that he considers himself left-leaning but neglects to mention a single left political viewpoint he holds on anything. Look. I have an appreciation for maybe, if not a lot, at least a number of conservative values. I don't shit on conservatism. I don't demonize conservatism on its own. Because the way I think about being left and being right is on the most basic level, being closed off as opposed to being open, wide open, right? If you're on the left, if you're on the far left, you're wide open. If you're on the far right, you're closed off, right? And that basic dichotomy of being open and closed to the world, because it's so broad, you can't say that one is completely invalid, right? So there's di there's different periods in life where it's appropriate to be wide open, and there's different instances where it's appropriate to be totally closed off. But I think most of the time it's about riding the line down the middle where it's like you want to be accepting and inclusive, right? And you don't want to exclude anyone for the wrong reasons. There are reasons to exclude people from certain things, but it's not... The answer isn't to keep all people out all the time and it, the answer isn't is neither to, you know let everyone into every aspect of your life that would be living your life like a big like a completely open wound and that it's not appropriate to live your entire life like that i don't think there's times to be open and there's times to be closed this is why everybody is conservative to some degree it's a matter of degree right and the way i think about it in my head right is that look if you enjoy the idea of private property, having a home to go to at the end of the day where it's your house to go into, you lock your door, you're within your full four walls and a roof, you go to your bedroom, which is your own personal room, nobody else can go in there. I mean, I think that's usually how it goes. Most people don't want other people in their bedroom except, you know, if they're close friends or relatives or whatever. But it's a private space, right? It's your bedroom. You go in there, you close the door, and your bedroom is full of things that are yours and yours alone for you to enjoy, right? And you, you sleep in your own bedroom in your own house and feel protected and sheltered. If, you if you're on board with that idea, guess what? You know what that means? Go on, take a guess. I'll wait. Give up? You're conservative. Surprise. Surprise, bitch. Maybe you didn't see that one coming. I don't know. I'm not talking to you guys specifically. I know you guys are probably more or less on the same page as me. But um, my point is, it's okay. It's okay to be both. You, you can be you can be on the left on some things and you can be on the right on other things. And I think somebody who, who was on completely on the left would just be like, would have no conception of private property or, you know, things that just belong to them. Like, what do you want to just live in the middle of a fucking field naked 
and exposed to the elements and other people. So here's why I consider... Finally, I'll get to the point of this fucking thing. This is why John explains himself in far more detail than necessary. No! This is necessary. Okay? I'm almost done. Just fucking bear with me, okay? Jesus Christ. The way I think of it, okay? This is why I consider myself left-leaning, right? Conservatism is like a house. It's like a functioning house or like a... It's like a building with like a ta an internal task and things are running like clockwork in there and everything just works and it's traditional and it's there and it's structure and it's protection, it's shelter. It's a lot of different things, right? But I don't like shutting myself in that house of conservatism. I respect the house. I appreciate that it's there. It's good. It's good to have it there to retreat to. But most of the time, the vast majority of the time, in fact, I would rather not be in the house. I want to be at the very least looking out the window of the house. Or maybe I'm outside the house, chilling in the yard. Or maybe I'm just sitting on the roof, you know, kind of just looking around, going, hey, what's going on out here? Maybe we can experiment a little bit. Maybe we can expand the house a little bit. Maybe add a garage to it, you know? Things, you can look, observe the house from the outside and see like, hey, maybe there's some things we can add to this house to make it better, you know? And then you're like, you're outside and you're looking like, hey, hey, there's some cool people over there. They Maybe they can come over here. We can let those people in and make this house a bit better, you know? Yeah, it's just like, I'm open to experimentation and... Like, I'm a comedically inclined creative writer type. You don't think I'm left-leaning? But most creative people are left-leaning. That's that's the reason we have creativity in the first place, you know, is that we're, we're, we have open minds and we're willing to explore territory that's, like, taboo or whatever, you know? Like, if I was entirely some conservative nut job, completely fucking closed off, lock the door, deadbolt, fucking lockdown, shutters come over the windows and doors, and it's just like, nope, I'm never coming out ever. That would be a staunch conservative, and that's not me. I respect the house, but I like to hang out outside the house most of the time and see what else is going on and see how the house can be improved. This is so sloppy. Eat my fucking ass, okay? I'm explaining my... I feel like I, I've i earned the right to d defend myself here because I feel like I'm actually making a decent point. Oh, he's long-winded. Yeah, that doesn't mean I don't have a... That means I don't have a point, right? Yeah, maybe I over-elaborate because I'm insecure and there's no fucking... You know, it's not so easy talking to a crowd of people when the room you're in is physically fucking empty. <sighs> Just chill out. I'm getting it. I'm getting all fucking angsty. This is good material though, right? Me getting fucking pissed off. I'm not upset. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> I'm having fun. I don't want to make it seem like I'm not having fun. But hey, look, the bingo card prompted me and I felt I should uh, 
defend myself. And I, I think I have articulated that probably not as well in the past, but um, I mean, in terms of specific left political viewpoints, I mean, I don't, I'm pro-immigration. I mean, that's a left political viewpoint, isn't it? I'm just not for illegal immigration. But do I have to be for illegal immigration to be left-leaning? Or what about, uh, fuck, I don't know. Wealth redistribution, but I'm not really on board with that. So I guess maybe I'm not so left on that in that regard. But in terms of creativity, I'm on the left, certainly. Ah, uh, fuck. Everyone's already bitching at me for being long-winded. I think I, point is, I think I should get a pass on this one. Okay. Yes, I am genuinely wound up, but I'm trying to turn it into entertainment. I suffer for your entertainment value. I'm basically like Jesus. I got to have a sad Jesus face. <laughs> uh, this is fun. You guys, did, did you even like my house metaphor? You see what I'm talking about? Oh, fuck. Whatever. Fuck me. <laughs> Let's move on to the next one. I'm going to give up myself a pass on that one. Because I think that one's kind of bullshit. I'm left on some things. I'm right on some things. So is everybody. If you're If you're completely on one side... On all things, you're a fucking lunatic and you need to reassess yourself, I think. No, I didn't listen to... Go, go fuck a duck. Whatever. Next one. Okay, what else did I want to talk about? Consult lists. Consults list. Oh, yeah. Okay, fine. I'm definitely guilty of that one. I'll give you that one. Is that, that can't be real. Are you serious? Did I do that, this one? This episode? Uh. I have done that. I know I've done that. But I don't think I did that this episode. Because I think everything that I brought up in this episode, I didn't, dis I didn't discover anything. Like I knew what I was going to talk about. So I don't think I said this. Oh, I did lose. Fuck. I bet the guy who made this bingo card, he made like a bunch of really, he put a bunch of obvious ones deliberately in a row, so I had no choice but to lose. Hell yes, you did. Oh, fine. Fine. I've already fucking lost anyway. Lost the game. Technical difficulties occur. Um, I think I'd, I've already lost, but whatever. I'm going to, I'm still going to fight for the spaces that I think I'm, I should get a pass on. I think 
I, I optimized the stream for YouTube. I spent two and a half hours tweaking this shit. I tweaked this for YouTube. I optimized it. I looked at YouTube tutorials. I fixed the audio sync. I deserve a pass on this one. I don't think there's been any... I mean, there's been some bitrate issues, but that's out of my control. That's either YouTube or the internet. The audio? What about the fucking audio? Oh, because I muted myself? Give me a fuck. That's not a technical difficulty. That's... That's... Well, how do you define technical difficulty? Here's another fucking nuance. Is a technical difficulty something that's outside of my control or something that I fuck up on? I guess it would be something I fuck up on, right? And I, it's true. I did mute myself when I shouldn't have. The nasty... You lost, so that means you have to bite the foam job. I don't want to bite the foam. I don't want big teeth marks and s slobber on my fucking foam. My precious foam. Alright, I'll give you technical gift difficulties. Fine. Who gives a fuck? I've already lost. John straight up says the stream is shit. Alright, I'm guilty of that one as well. How much did I lose? Oh, two rows. Two rows and... That's it. Two rows. So I lost the game twice. That's a double failure. <sighs> Just kiss the foam. There you go. I kiss. There's a kiss for you. I lost you guys. <laughs> I'm a failure. I'm a fucking idiot. I'm a fucking idiot. Do you guys see Boogie Nights? Philip Seymour Hoffman. I'm a fucking idiot. I'm a fucking idiot. Diagonal, kinda. You can't make diagonal work on this because the, the grid isn't even on both sides. That was hot. What, my kissing the foam? You fucking freaks. Hey, did it. Hey. Hey, yo. He fucking did it. Can you believe it? He actually kissed the fucking foam. The foam. How much vodka is in that cup? Not nearly enough. I actually really don't like vodka. It makes me gag. I used to drink a lot of it when I was a teen. But uh, I I made myself so sick drinking vodka one day that I, I put myself off of it forever. Like the, the sight, or not the sight of it, but the smell of it just makes me gag immediately. I can't go near it now. Anyway, that was See Me After Class Bingo, everybody. Thank you very much to the guy who made this. Thanks for taking it you took a few shots here but that's okay it's all in good fun i had a really good time with this i think uh, you guys enjoyed it too that's good uh. pardon me disgusting i hope you guys i hope you guys liked playing bingo with me i thought that was pretty cool um 
All right, uh, what did we miss? What, let's see if we missed any, some chat. Just looking at Streamlabs, nope. And then uh, YouTube, looking at YouTube over here. Mag Charger XD says, will you make Greg merch like shirts? Hmm. Hmm, I don't know. I've got a hmm on that one. Not a bad idea, though. I guess I could make kind of a generic spider design or something. I don't know. Not a bad idea, though. I'll think about that. Thanks, Mag Charger. Uh, Worda says, this is my apology to you, Job, for thinking you mentioned Joe Rogan. As you should. I'm just fucking around. You didn't have to do that. But I really appreciate it. That's funny that you you felt the need to do that. <laughs> How could you? What a monster. You are redeemed. I forgive you. All is forgiven. Money is the answer to everything. Money makes everything better. Makes everything okay. Thank you, Werda. Life Leaf Dodal says two bucks, one cock. <laughs> Short and sweet and funny. I like it. Good one. Thank you. Retrend says job. We get it, dude. You hate all minorities. I wonder if other political podcasts get this shit in their chats. Where, like, they obviously talk about the same fucking things every day. Do they get shit on by their their chat participants? Maybe not. Maybe. Usually, they're probably not even looking at the chat. They have a guy doing that who probably doesn't even bring up what people are saying in the chat. They'll have, like, a switcher. But I actually read what people write in the chat. It's a big fucking complicated topic. Why can't I talk about it now and then? Um, and it's just, it's so affecting of everybody's lives right now, too, you know? It's like the fucking elephant in the room that you're not supposed to talk about. Um, we get it, dude. You hate all minorities, says Retrend. Yes. I'm glad you extracted the essence of what I was trying to say there. Thank you, Retread. Royal Raptor says, Job, let's kiss under the stars on the roof of the Conserva house. <laughs> now that's romantic. I love, I love the idea. Thanks, Royal Raptor. See, you get what I'm saying. You know, maybe it's not incoherent rambling from an insane madman. Maybe he actually has a point. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. I'm going to have to hmm about that. Go your sep disperse and hmm, and then think about it and let me know. Get back to me later. Would you, th would you tell me what you thought of my stupid metaphor? Just wanted to just wanted to let you know, John. It really made me hmm.
I hmmed more than usual. <sighs> okay, I ran that joke into the ground. Jay Hecker says um, dro drooling wide-eyed face emoji in response to I'm not sure what, but uh, but hey, thanks, man. Brent Music says, John, when you're out grocery shopping or going to Tim Hortons or whatever, because that's all Canadians do. They go to Tim Hortons. Do you ever swipe your card and just think, I got called a cuck for this? <laughs> um, hmm. No, but now forever, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do that all the time now. Thanks for that. Now I'm going to be constantly reminded how much of a cuck I am whenever I go get something to eat. Thanks, guys. Thanks for the painful reminder. Retrend says, please burp on the foam again, job. Please, God. I can't force it. I feel insecure now. I can't do it when you're watching. Thanks, man. CB Gog says, bingo segment again in a few more podcasts later. Well, that well, are you talking about the same bingo card? Maybe there should be a different one. I don't want to just do the same card again. It's, it's done. We did it. If, I, if, they, if somebody makes a new bingo card, then maybe. But if you make a bingo card and send it to me, take it easy on me. You know what I mean? Like, if you want to rip on me, that's cool. But, like, if you make a, one of the squares about something that I'm really sensitive about or something, I don't know. I might not react to it well. Just, like, you know, the, the temptation to dig for material that, you know, I'm going to get mad about might be more tempting the, the more that it's done because it's just like, okay, well, we did this already. What am I going to write on the card this time? Oh, I know. I'll write this scathing thing. I'm a delicate young flower, you guys. But that's why people watch this podcast, right? Is to watch a grown man crumble emotionally before their very eyes. You sadists. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> uh, thanks, CB Gog. What else we got here? Valium 1488. <laughs> Fucking hell. Hey, John, how's episode 15 going? Keep up the good work. Uh, still finalizing the script. I know it's taken me a while, but uh, I've, I'm, I've added like two scenes to it that I'm still trying to finalize and uh it's not quite done but i'm very next month i'll start going into production on it i've been kind of distracted too with uh the bites that i'm working on i got a copper bite for those that are tuning in to the end of this i've got two bites that i'm working on that are coming up in the first week of december sometime i'll have a bite an rb and the chief short on copper and then there's going to be a, spe a christmas special as well that um i think I'll I'll have that ready for the 25th for Christmas Day. It'll come out on or maybe I'll I'll make it Christmas I'll put it out on Christmas Eve. 
Yeah, because it takes place on Christmas Eve, so. Maybe part of it will take place on Christmas Day. I haven't figured it out what exactly. I haven't finalized that script yet, but I'm working on it. Um, thank you, Valium. And Kiro says, hi, Job. Super serious question. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it is. Super, super serious question again. But how fast were you able to nut to Captain Marvel when you went to the bathroom earlier? Oh, yeah, because I said I, I would, right? I just went to the bathroom, okay? How fast was I able to nut? Really fast, all over the fucking walls. And my bathroom mirror, and then I scooped it all up, and I smeared it all over my fucking face. And I went, mmm... There you go, you happy? And then I, f I, f I sucked up a bunch of it into a syringe and I injected it into my dick hole. All right. Thank you, Kiro. You crazy, demented pervert. Jack Turner says, we love you, Job. You're a very sexy boy. Oh, thank you, man. <laughs> I'm a beautiful man. What can I say? I'm beautiful. I'm brilliant. I'm the whole package, baby. Oh, <laughs> uh, what a podcast that was. That was slightly less terrible than every other one. That means it was br that means it was great in relative terms. If it was just shy of terrible, that means it was a good night. Should we call it a night? Who else does a 4-hour podcast? Come on. You think this is fucking easy? It's a lot of energy to maintain. Looking particularly fascist today, Job. Because I'm bald. <laughs> Very funny. You made me haha. -ha. You're improving. Yeah, I think I am. I got to make a point of... Uh, y you know the good thing about that bingo card? Is it solidifies some things where it's just like... Yeah, he's right. I really shouldn't do that anymore. Because uh, before that bingo card I was like when I read the bingo card I was it pointed out one or two things where it's just like oh yeah I do do that a lot like I shouldn't do that because that just drags the show down you know and uh, I shouldn't in there's certain th I tend I have tendencies that I shouldn't indulge it's hard though you know it takes uh, I got it's something I got to work at but I'm working on it and I think I think I put on a pretty good show today. I, f I feel like this is a, b a better show compared to like a bunch of the ones I've done recently. And um, I, I want to keep that up. And uh, I feel like in order to do that, I feel like I got to 
maybe with some exceptions, but like if I do this in the evenings, I feel like I'm in like a better mood and it'll be a better show for it. You know, John, you know, Graham put that in a bingo card. Cause I do it all the time. Just make a bingo card where like, I can't help but fill in every single fucking square and lose. And I lose for every single row and column that's filled, right? So that means I lose how many, like, what was it, four by six? Twenty. Uh, that means I lost the game 24 times. You can make a bingo card where it, it's just I have to fill in every square. It's just like, oh, well, I always do that. Fuck. There you go. Somebody's got to do it. Don't don't do it though. That's that's boring. You got to give me a chance. Inject some tension into the game. Don't just sabotage me. Why no RB in chief in your desk for podcasts? That would make it kids content, right? We wouldn't want to no wouldn't want to I wouldn't want anyone to think this content could possibly be for underage users. But it's too late for that because I have all these cringe video game posters. What a fucking mental infant. Why don't you grow up, John? Nobody cares that you played fucking stupid N64, dumbass Zelda, your Sonic the Hedgehog and Mario. Why don't you grow up? Be a man. Get in a relationship already. Have a family. No. You insist on not growing up. You're like a real live Peter Pan. Except it's nothing. There's nothing cool about it. It's pathetic. Might as well be sitting here in a fucking diaper. With a sucker and a bottle in my hand. And a rattle in the other. Shit. Should we call it a night? I think we should call it a night. It's been going with this is almost four hours now. That's longer than that was longer than last time. Ladies and gentlemen, that is it for tonight. I hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you sincerely for all the oh here comes my generic and emotionless thank you for all the super chats because I'm I couldn't possibly be grateful for the money people send me. It's because of you that my show exists. You're the reason I'm still on YouTube. You're the reason I'm still making content. Um, so thank you for that. Thank you for letting me earn a living do what I, doing what I like to do. And um, I got some good bites coming. I got some good shorts coming up in December. I'm making a one about COPPA. Just give me a bit more time with it and I'll put it out and you guys are going to love it. Be like 10, 15 minutes long or something like that. All the dialogue's recorded already. I just need to shoot and uh, edit. So I need like another week. You did a great job, John. Well, really well done today. Hey, thank you. That means a lot, really. Thank you for the kind words. I appreciate it. It's nice to not fuck with me now and then, so I, I actually have a genuine sense of how people are digging the show. I know you guys love me. Why, why else would you be here? Right? So thank you for all the support. 
Thank you for tuning in. Go to all my fucking links. Look at them all down here. Just waiting for you to... I'm waiting for the stream to catch up with my actions. Ah, fuck it. You know where they are. All at the bottom there. My website, YouTube, Patreon, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook. Subscribe on all the things. Um, you know, do it or, or I'm going to kick your ass. Subscribe and click the bell and all that other bullshit. And, uh, yeah, let's can't wait for, I can't wait to get fined by YouTube and the FTC sometime next month or in January or for YouTube to collapse in on itself like a fucking black hole. Whatever. The world's all going to shit. It's all a big sinking ship and YouTube's like the fucking Titanic and eventually the whole fucking thing will go under and I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know. I don't know you guys. It's a scary world. It's unpredictable. Who knows what's going to happen? There's too, too many variables now. Technology's making everything crazy in a way that it never did before. It's out of control. But we're all in this together. Remember that. If you ever feel depressed or alone, remember that you're not alone in feeling that way. And that uh, life's life's a ride, and we're all we're all we're all on the same ride together. Right to the bitter end, you know. So just approach it like the ride that it is. Try to enjoy it. Is there more super chat? Oh, for fuck's sake! Just when I thought I, I took care of them all. All right, I'll I'll cover these last couple. Hang on. Um you guys silly billies. Chris Mayan says John make some new music soon, please. I need some. I'm working on some tracks, okay? I just I don't want to put anything out prematurely. I'm working on shit. I'm glad you're a fan though. I'll, I do like doing it. It's just it's just finding time right now. But thanks, man. And Mag Charger XD says, "Which new Pokemon in Gen Eight did you like?" I haven't played the new Pokemon. I didn't. I didn't get it because I'm not really. Uh, I'm not really that stoked to be honest. I talked about this on the last one. I'm just kind of sick of the formula, and um, I don't want to. Yeah, I'm just not that interested, unfortunately. I did like some of the Pokemon, but I can't really specify one particular one that stood out. I just, I like a bunch of them. Yeah, I don't know. There you go. <laughs> but thanks, Mag Charger. Okay. That's it. It's done. <laughs> this is the end of the podcast. End of the line, folks. It's over. Go home. The show's over. What are you still doing here? Get out of here, all of you. All right. Can I go now? Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Have a good night, everybody. Peace.
Thanks a lot. I hope you enjoyed it.